2: Today is Tuesday,
0: May 3rd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, an apparent draft Supreme Court opinion obtained by Politico shows the panel's conservative majority of justices is ready to overturn nearly 50 years of established abortion rights precedent since Roe versus Wade. The document is marked first draft and dated February 10th, 2022, two months after oral arguments were heard in the case Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization. The leak is an extraordinary breach of Supreme Court protocol and tradition, never never before has such a consequential draft opinion been leaked to the public before publication. The Dobbs case involves Mississippi's ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy well before fetal viability, the longstanding dividing line established by the court before which states cannot restrict a woman's access to the procedure. During arguments in December, five of the justices hinted that they were ready to do away with the viability standard established by Roe and a subsequent 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood Parenthood versus Casey. The drafting of Supreme Court opinions, however, is a fluid and dynamic process. The document posted suggests a majority of justices is likely to side with Mississippi, but how broad a ruling will ultimately come down uh will ultimately come down remains unclear. A mother is in custody after officials say she shot her two sons and then tried to shoot her neighbor Monday morning in Bucks County. 38-year-old Trin Wynn was arrested a few hours later without incident at the Washington Crossing United Methodist Church in the 1800 block of Wrightstown Road in Washington Crossing. Bucks County District Attorney Matt Weintraub said authorities were dispatched at 7.05 a.m. to a home on the 110 block of Timber Ridge Road. Officials said Wynn attempted to shoot her 22-year-old neighbor, but the gun failed to fire. Trin Wynn handed him a box of photos outside of the residence and asked him to give the box to her ex-husband, whom he worked with. When he turned around to face Win, he saw her pointing a black revolver to his face. Wynn then pulled the trigger two times, but by the grace of God, the gun did not fire, said Weintraub. The neighbor was able to wrap the woman in a bear hug and eventually disarm her. Uh, she left the scene in a white minivan. She was apprehended at about 1130 in the morning and was taken to St. Mary Medical Center due to an indication that she was under the influence of drugs. Weintraub said. The mother of that neighbor and a responding officer went to check on Wynn's sons and found them both alive in their beds but with gunshot wounds to their head. (sighs) Weintraub said the children ages 9 and 13 are not expected to survive and will give the gift of life as organ donors. Once that happens, he said the charges will be upgraded to homicide. A vigil uh, vigil was held for the young boys at the Newtown Middle School on Monday night. Friends identified the victims as 13-year-old Jeffrey and 9-year-old Nelson. Uh, He was always the best... Teammate, he always was happy and bringing smiles to people's faces," says Peyton Shaw of his friend JT. Uh, of his friend JT, uh, they told six ABC last night. He was always ready to play, and he was never sad at any moment. He was like the happiest kid I knew," said Jake Green. A motive has not yet been released. Wynn uh, was arraigned on attempted homicide charges Monday night. Police believe that she may have attempted to take her own life as well.
3: And the perception was she was on drugs while well, this was happening. I
2: guess, yeah. And and I had read uh, a little uh, an article that was a little bit more extensive, but. Uh, said something about, you know, a, a divorce or a breakup between, you know, the dad and um, that's why she had taken the pictures of the kids to the neighbor to give to the dad. Yeah. And, yeah. A worker was killed in a fall at an amusement park along the Ocean City, New Jersey boardwalk on Monday morning. 62-year-old Roger Sanger fell from a lift at Gillian's Wonderland Pier. Sanger, a welder from Pittsgrove, was an employee of subcontractor Cargo Tech International. He was working on the Ferris wheel at the time of the accident. Uh, The president of Gillian's Wonderland Pier, Jay Gillian, said in a statement, Our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. He said the amusement park is cooperating with authorities as they investigate the accident. The park was not open to the public when the accident happened. City officials say the fall remains under investigation by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. The agency has six months to release any findings. Uh, 6ABC reached out to Cargo Tech International, which is based in Swedesboro, but they were unable to reach anyone for comment. In sports this morning. (laughs) The Sixers lost to the Heat last night in Miami, 106 to 92. Tyler Hero scored 25 points, and Bam Adebayo finished with 24 points and 12 rebounds. And the top-seeded Heat ran away in the second half to beat the Sixers in Game One of the Eastern Conference Semifinal matchup. Game Two is tomorrow night, and tip-off is scheduled for 7:30. The Phillies open up a series at home against the Texas Rangers tonight at the ballpark. John Gray will get the start for Texas, while Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies. First pitch is scheduled for 6:45. The NHL playoffs continue tonight with four first-round games in the Eastern Conference. The Pittsburgh Penguins will travel to Manhattan to take on the New York Rangers while the Washington Capitals head to South Florida to play Claude Drew and the Florida Panthers. Out West, the Nashville Predators will be in Colorado to face the Avalanche, and the Dallas Stars will head north through the border to play the Calgary Flames. Kathy, how
3: are the Flyers looking at all this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) In football, they did it, I think. (laughs) Fingers crossed. In football news, the Eagles agreed to release offensive lineman Nate Herbig, the 23-year Old who will hit the market as an unrestricted free agent had 17 starts over the last two years the eagles did not want to pay the nearly two and a half million dollars he uh, he was owed and release the release gives Herbig big a chance to see if he can start on another team and arizona cardinals star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins was suspended six games for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing drugs. The suspension comes four days after the Cardinals traded their first-round pick in the draft to the Baltimore Ravens for wide receiver Marquise Brown. Hopkins will be allowed to play during the preseason and practice with the team until the beginning of the regular season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Hey, guys. Hey.
0: Welcome to Tuesday Morning I sincerely hope that we give you a lot of money and tickets today. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be wonderful. Early in the work week, just kind of set things in a proper tone for you while we have concert cash. Okay, we're going to ourselves do that two times today, so listen up for your chance to win. Uh, That'll be at 8 and 10 a.m. Then it goes on throughout the day. WMMR.com for all of the details. We hope that you will check that and play along with us. A few exciting things on the horizon as well down the road. We've got, uh, obviously, at the MMRBQ, the uh, Preston and Steve side stage. Just started uh, to get a list of videos. The videos are coming in left and right. I love them. For people who want to be a part of our live band karaoke with Sidearm, the group that's going to play. And we are going to choose singers from our pool of listeners that will get up on stage and sing a song. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Uh,
3: it's, I'm so excited that this is going to play out
0: this way, and obviously by the response, people are excited as well. Yep, so you can uh, take a look on the website as well if you were interested. You know somebody who's a singer who may want to uh, join us. We're going to have room for 10, so we are going to go through those soon and start making our decisions. And then, of course, we have Kenan's right down the road as well, so we're getting excited about that on the 27th in North Wildwood. It's sponsored by Chorus Light. It's pegs with egg. Pegs with egg. Eggs with pegs. <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe something yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be something to that. And uh, we will also be giving stuff away while we're there and, and getting all set for that little party. And uh, several events that we're going to mention uh, throughout the course of the day today just to uh, bring you up to speed and have you come out and join. We've started to get a taste for that again, and it's exciting stuff. So we are looking forward to it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, business as usual. We'll take a break, come back in a second. I've got a lot of things from the Entertainment Report, the whole Kardashian stuff. The, the, the uh, court cases come to a close. The Met Gala was last oh, night. Oh, so exciting. Oh, so much Oh, to my talk gosh, just so some pictures. Let's get it back in just a second <laughs> and roll through that as well as stupid questions, some giveaways. We'll be back in a moment. Well,
1: not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... All right, let's uh, ask a stupid question of you, see if you can get it correct and win a pair of tickets to see two of the nation's top comedians, Eric Del Sandro and Vic uh, DeB... How do you say his name? DeBiteto? That's it. I can't say it. and uh, I'm not sure D-B- that's right. DiBiTeto. Yeah. I think that is correct. Villanova. Mess it up all the time. All right, uh, Vic Del- Villanova. I can't even say that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Friday, May 13th at uh, Live Casino and Hotel Why film. do we need names? That's terrible. Question that I have for you this morning is Pepsi Twist was a Pepsi flavored with what? 215-263-WMMR mm-hmm. is our number. All right, Pepsi Twist. It's a bit of nostalgia. Pepsi flavored with what? Call right now. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we wait for your call. Tuesday, May 3rd. Rebecca Hall, the actress, is 40 years old today. Very uh, pretty gal who likes to be in movies that start with the word the. So she was in The Prestige, The Gift, and The Town. <laughs> uh, she's also in Iron Man 3. Uh, she's the horticulturalist. Yeah, she uh, sort of sets things in motion, right? It's that method by which uh, people can regrow their limbs. Didn't quite work out. And did And explode on occasion. Yeah, extremis. Right? Uh, was that the name of that
4: yes. product? Or... Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, yeah. So I rewatched it not that long ago. Iron Man Three. The ending kind of gets weird and falls apart a little. The rest of it, the Tony Stark stuff and the kid stuff, I think it's terrific. ...is really good. I know, and a lot of people crap on that movie, and I, yeah, I understand. So
3: you had. I liked um, it. Yeah. Shane Black, I believe, is the, the writer-director. I thought it was solid.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. she is uh, 40 years old today. Christina Hendricks is 47 <laughs> years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mad Men, obviously, the big hit for her. But I I haven't really... I don't know what she's been up to lately. I know she still works, obviously. She has but...
3: another series. I don't know if it's still on. It's sort of a, uh, a, a comedy heist
5: okay. group. Is it Good Girls? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's, that's it. it,
0: yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, forty-seven today for Christina Hendricks. Greg Gumble, the sportscaster, uh, Bryant Gumble's brother. He's the nicer Gumble, isn't yes. he? Yeah, from what I understand. He's he's uh, Gumbel. Good Gumble. Good Gumble. Yeah. You're a good Gumble. <laughs> that is such good Gumble. Um, <laughs> wait, I, wait is the other? Mm, this is great Gumble. Where did you get this Gumble?
2: <laughs> the other Gumble is not nice.
0: No, nah, he's, he's known to be very, very high maintenance. Uh, Listen, he's he's an outstanding journalist. So
3: he sort of has a right to have a bit of his ego, but because uh, he's Cause mm-hmm. he's that damn good. <laughs> yeah, he's the bad
0: Gumble, though. He, he is, is the, the bad, bad Gumble. Yeah. You want,
3: when you see him, Kathy, on the street, and you realize he's the bad Gumble. Bad
2: Gumble Cross. <laughs> yeah. the street, okay. All, all, right. Right. all right.
0: Thank you. But the uh, the show. What is it? Sports. Uh, the sports show. Sports um, up. Not sports up. Uh, it's on weekly. Real sports. Real sports. Great program. I'm not big into sports, but as far as journalism goes, oh, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's fantastic. I'm right with you on that. Uh, Greg Gumbel is 76 today. Frankie Valley has his birthday today. That's not him singing. Oh God, God, so God. <laughs> this is it's the Four Seasons, but Frankie does sing in the part that that goes, uh, Oh, I got a funny. So feeling. who sings the lead on that, Preston? That I believe was their drummer at the time, and, and I think he was a. Latter member was of the he? band, yeah, yeah, and 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 I don't know who all came in and out of the four seasons, Steve.
3: So I remember from the the the, the movie Jersey Boys yes. uh, that th- there was actually there the, the Brian Wilson of the band, the the guy who wrote all the songs. Who was that guy? Yeah, he
0: wrote. Uh, in fact, before then, he wrote uh, Who Wears Short right, Shorts. Right, yeah, yeah. I actually met his son. At Panari uh, Jewelers, oh, of all places. Really? Yes. yeah, wow. a really nice guy. We were just talking. I was there for for a sales thing. It was out in Exton, and we were talking to Dad. Like, yeah, yeah, my dad's in the Four Seasons. I'm like, I'm like the Four Seasons. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's he's, cool. And uh, and he he got me a bunch of discs and stuff because oh. they're an amazing band. That's yeah, cool. uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. I forgot about the the ties that they had to this area. I love, I love. I know Casey.
3: You uh, fans of the stage yeah. presentation are not fans of the movie. I really
0: like the movie. Clint Eastwood directed it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Frankie Valley celebrates his
5: 88th birthday today.
0: Uh, great actor, Bobby Cannavale. Uh, oh, I like him. I do too, especially in in the Ant Man movies. He <laughs> really won me over, especially in the second movie. Sure. In, oh yeah, where he starts to come around and. Be become such a fan of Scott.
3: Oh, it was great. And uh, he can play the uh, really reprehensible scumbag, but he can also play, like,
0: he's really likable in that role. Uh, Jumanji. Bobby. Bobby, (laughs) uh, Jumanji, he's a bad guy in that. Rose (laughs) Byrne is his wife, right? In real life? Uh, Yeah. Is it Rose Byrne? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Man, he snagged a beauty. There There you go. He not. He is 52 years old today. Uh, Steve, it's Christopher Cross's birthday. Oh, Sailing. Ride like the wind, and let us not forget Arthur's theme.
1: Arthur is going
0: to breakfast. I forget what the lyrics are. Um,
3: what was that? That was, what, what's the refrain from that? Uh, it's no, it's gonna be uh,
0: hard to be. oh, hang on a second. Now I've got. Yeah. When you <laughs> get caught between the moon and New York
3: City,
0: He yeah. was the, a great songwriter. Uh, the the parentheses uh, title that that song is "Best That You Can Do." Okay, the "Best That You Can Do" is
6: fall in love.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, great songwriter. And at the time, at the, the those <laughs> early '80s, he was knocking out hits left and right. He just didn't play well on TV visually. Oh, he's a, he was a chubby guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, he is uh, 71 today. Uh, then you have... Uh, okay, so Rachel Zegler. Oh! From, uh, Maria from West Side Story. Yes. I need to see that. Well, I watched it again last Yeah? Night.
3: So it's on all the time. It should be the West Side Story channel. Uh, but... Um, and I get sucked in. And you have to go a long distance to get me to sort of... Um, because I'm a fan of the original movie I love it uh but honestly it this this remake is really 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 good all right I got and she's got a
0: powerful voice got to put the She is uh, she's only 21 years old too wow all right last birthday I saw this is a uh, this is kind of a a character actress uh, that I have a total crush on. Her name is Amy Ryan.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had her in studio. Did we? When did we have yes. her in the studio? Um, years ago, she was promoting a movie that she was in. Uh... Shut up! <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I did not know that. And you um, were I
5: don't think you, because you weren't a fan of The Office.
0: And I so... never have really watched it. I've watched the first couple episodes and it didn't grab me, so she's I didn't Steve dive Karell's into it. Love
3: interest towards the end of his uh, his arc.
0: I know her from uh, Central Intelligence. Yes. she plays like she's the lead great. agent in that. Uh, she was in. Despise. spies. Uh, she was in Gone Baby Gone. She plays like a, a total addict in that movie. Uh, but I just think she's super duper cute. She oh, is very cute. She's 54 years old today. Then you will think she's extraordinarily cute in okay. uh, The Office. Oh my God. She there's was... a picture of me standing <laughs> yes! right next to her. And
5: Kathy Join on the, the other club. side is David Faustino. <laughs> yeah. Join the club. Oh
2: now. my God.
5: Nick, is she in a movie with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Damn it. Yeah, Case, I, I'm trying to.
2: Is, it sucks because you want to remember me someone remember. you really like. Jesus.
5: Since when do I wear shorts? <laughs> I'm drawing, all right, so I feel like there's a canoe in this movie, or there's some sort of water the involved canoe. In, the, in the title. I don't even remember. I just remember her being in the studio.
3: Preston, right? there, we've had so many people through here. I
5: know.
4: So many people that sometimes
3: it's hard to remember.
4: <laughs> I know. It does suck, though, like, when they come in, and then you become a fan of them afterwards. Yeah. Like Jason yeah. Siegel was in the studio, and, and I knew who he yeah. was from... Uh, TV or whatever. And then I was like, I want to tell him.
1: Right. I remember. Come back. Yeah, come yeah. Back.
0: At the time, yeah. Chris was like, oh, he's in this movie. It's so funny. You yeah. know, forgetting Sarah Marshall. He sings this song. And I'm like, okay. Uh huh. Right. And, cool. I didn't, okay. and I didn't watch Freaks and Geeks, so I didn't really I know, didn't know him. And <laughs> after he leaves, then, you know, a come third back. Season, like, oh my God, I you're a
7: huge star. Thank
0: you uh-huh. so much. Yeah.
2: Um, Kristen Wigg was here, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. After she left, I loved her. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, damn it. I wish I would have known her beforehand.
5: I know, okay. So the movie was called Jack goes boating. There was a boat, All there right. was a boat, and there was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay, um, Good so case. There was boat and, and water, and that's what she
0: was promoting when she came yeah. by. Wow, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, that must have been shortly before he passed, oh, he just after
4: maybe, maybe a year. Oh, it was after, no. Uh, no. Okay. no, he died in 2014, so it was it was before he died. Okay. <laughs> so the,
0: thank goodness for the movie. Uh, Amy Ryan is 54. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Pepsi Twist was a Pepsi flavored with what? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hit that. Uh, what on there? All right, we're going to go to Dean, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Dean. Dean, good morning. Hey,
8: it's actually Steve, and sorry for bothering you at work. <laughs> All right, Steve.
7: Dean,
0: right. Steve, Steve, same what, thing.
8: Uh, it, Pepsi it, Twist
0: is flavored it. with what? Lemon. 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 <laughs> Hang on a second, Steve. I didn't You'll like Pepsi <laughs> Twist. You'll always be Dean to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see two of the nation's top comedians, Eric Eric Delisandro and Vic DiPetito. DiPetito. Yeah. Together. <laughs> It takes two. So. <laughs> yes, it does. It when does. you get that big, it's hard to pronounce your name. Friday, May thirteenth, live casino and hotel, Philadelphia, and it is the launch of their much-anticipated Funny How tour. Uh showtime is ten p.m. Tickets on sale now via axs.com. Must be twenty-one or older. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. All right, we will start with the big news. We have we have several big stories actually. Uh, on Monday, the jury Black China's one hundred million defamation trial. Reached a verdict ended with the week ending the week's long case, and a judge at the Stanley Mosk Courthouse in Los Angeles ruled that members of the Kardashian Jenner family were cleared of all the key hey, questions hey! and that Black China would be awarded no monetary damages. This is a huge victory. All lawyers were present for the final verdict, as was China. The members of the Kardashian-Jenner family were not, however, as most of them were in New York for the Met Gala, which I'll cover in a moment.
3: I think uh, when you have to ask the judge if you can testify again... Yes. I I didn't do well that time. Doesn't
0: bode.
3: Black China, can can I do it
0: again? In response to the verdict, the attorney for the Kardashian-Jenner's, Michael G. Rhodes, said that they are happy to have this behind them. He said, I think the case was very clear. The jury did a great job. They got it. The family was very pleased and grateful, and they were exuberant. Well, now there's
3: going to be no talking to
0: black China. China's lawyer, Lin Ciani, responded to the verdict, saying, I've never seen in my career before a jury have to go back and deliberate on four questions. The victory is that China did not physically abuse her fiancé, Rob. This is a travesty of justice. Hey. Okay. One of Johnny Depp's. We're switching over to that courtroom. Security guards Travis McGivern testified in Depp's defamation trial on Monday claiming that he once witnessed Amber Heard punch Depp in the face. Mm. McGivern, who remains one of Depp's employees, depicted a fight he previously overheard between the former couple. He said a relatively peaceful conversation became louder and more volatile. According to McGivern, Heard threw a can of Red Bull at Depp. As a verbal onslaught continued from both of them, the security guard continued saying Mr. Depp was giving as good as he got at that point. He was angry and agitated. He said, Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a fist and an arm come across my right shoulder and heard and saw a closed fist contact Mr. Depp in the left side of his face. That was Miss Heard's fist. Uh, he added that Depp had a, quote, nice little shiner after the incident. Kind of hurt, So, he... he, he <laughs> Testified that he saw that happen. So, again, But again, he's like, they were both screaming at each other, essentially. That's why,
3: yeah. You know? That's why, as we've said countless times before, two people who never should have been together. Yeah. There's enough evidence on both sides to, to at least suggest a level of physical aggression
0: coming from them both. God. If only you can just, at that point, if things come to that, if you can just cut <coughs> and, and leave... It's not doing either one of you any good.
4: Dave Coulier should What's be the point? cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Uh, side uh, note about Johnny Depp: I, uh, I follow uh, Jill Vetter, Eddie Vetter's wife, on Instagram, and she was at the Paul McCartney show last night in Seattle. And during Paul's show, he has this uh, video display of uh, Johnny Depp playing guitar in the background. Huh. So I, I, I guess there are a bunch of artists that are sort of coming to Johnny's defense, and or or at least saying that they. Back him on, on some levels, and and so for Paul to like put that up on a huge video display while Paul is playing piano, yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, I thought so too. Son, uh, that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's that's
0: not Jump Street. That's not very McCartney esque. No, and it's not subtle either. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, the New York and I'm Post totally black China reports that <laughs> 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 that uh, amid Johnny Depp's defamation trial against Amber Heard, three million people have signed a petition requesting that Heard be removed from the Aquaman sequel. Just leave her in. They've, pro- they've probably shot a tremendous amount of it, if not completely. Heard plays Mira alongside Jason Momoa's Aquaman in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, Jeannie Larson created the Change.org petition back in 2020, but it has picked up steam since Step's trial began, and uh, it she wrote up, uh, do the right thing. Remove Amber Heard from Aquaman 2. I see an easy fix here, Preston. Replace her with Blac Chyna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll, right, yeah, yeah that yeah. ties it all together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in more Johnny Stuff, in her new memoir titled Out of the Corner... This is a section of the show I like to call Johnny Stuff. Uh, ...which was out uh, today, comes out today. Dirty Dancing star Jennifer Grey writes that Johnny Depp became, quote, crazy jealous when mm. they were together in the late 1980s. Uh, Grey and Depp started dating in 1989, and the pair were engaged just two weeks later... Gray writes, of their first date, we ate, talked, drank Jack Daniels, laughed our asses off, took cigarette breaks mid-course. He was so ridiculously beautiful and surprisingly open, funny, quirky, and sweet. Evan, for the past 20 minutes, I've been watching you <laughs> stick your hands into that bowl of nuts. Wow. And that's when it started to unravel. That's when it takes us <laughs>
3: That is his nut test. Yep. Yeah. That's... Andrew, I'd like to offer you some
0: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he, was just, he just leaves bowls of nuts around. Yeah. And then just stands and watches and waits. And that is... Uh, oh, here it goes. Wow. That's the litmus test, apparently.
3: <laughs> I did not know he and Aaron Gray were... Uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, yeah. Uh,
0: here's, here's, Jim, uh, we Jennifer actually Graham. have audio yeah. of them together. Here we go. For
3: 15 straight minutes, <laughs> I've been watching you putting your big, fat f***ing fingers oh, that's not into nice. your disgusting mouth, oh. which is filled with God knows what kind of Bacteria. That's good. And then you take the same big fat f-
0: filthy fingers and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. What the f- are you thinking, John? And he called her John. John yeah, I guess that's 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 Jennifer strange... John. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, she said later in their relationship. So she said everything was great. You know, yeah. he said he was surprisingly open, funny, quirky, and sweet. But later in the relationship. She said that Depp started showing another side of himself. She said Johnny was commuting every week back and forth from Vancouver, but had begun more and more regularly to be getting into trouble. Fights in bars, skirmishes with cops. Mm. Uh, and then she said he started missing his flights home to L.A., having overslept, or when he did come home, he'd be crazy jealous and paranoid about what I'd been up to while he was gone. Mm. And that sounds kind of par for the course. Yeah. you know. Yeah, so he was with Jennifer Grey, Winona Ryder...
3: Um, that was that uh, Paris, Paris, or oh, whatever the the French.
7: Vanessa,
3: right? And um, okay, yeah, interesting collection of. The, of was he and Kate Moss
0: together? Were there, was it, Were they a couple? Yes, yeah, I think they
3: were, were for a while. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: All right. Anyhow, uh, E News reports that during the episode of uh, during a recent episode of Drew Barrymore show, she called Johnny Depp's defamation trial quote one layer of crazy and a seven layer dip of insanity. <laughs> And she said, "I." uh, she eventually said, I know that these are two people's real lives, and I know what it's like to have your life put out in public. I understand all the feelings, but they are actually offering up this information that nobody had to know. This is crazy. She later posted a video to Instagram apologizing for remarks after some people had accused her of being a little insensitive uh, since the trial involves domestic and sexual violence. But she was commenting on that. All right, now on to the big event last night, the Mets Gala. Took place it was back and Kim Kardashian shut down the Met Gala red carpet Monday in one of Marilyn Monroe's most iconic dresses. We talked about this, a gold beaded body hugger Monroe wore when she sexually sang "Happy Birthday" to President John F. Kennedy sixty years ago. So she did end up wearing that. By the she way, she looked. She looked good in it. Um, we need some uh, music. We need some, like, runway music. Uh, yeah. So, do, you have, uh, the, do you have any of these songs? Uh, uh, which would be kind of fun. Oh, so. okay. She
3: apparently Preston had to lose 16 pounds.
0: Yes, she had oh, really? to lose 16 it, yeah. pounds. Fit into the dress designed by Jean Louis and uh, purchased in 2016 by the Ripley's, believe it or not, museum in Orlando, Florida for a whopping $4.81 million. She said it was such a challenge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: She said, I was determined to fit it.
2: I mean, that is a challenge, but Yeah,
0: so here's the deal. The dress originally cost $12,000. It was so tight that Monroe had to be sewn into it. There you go. (laughs)
7: Uh,
0: So, and by the way, so she was with Pete, obviously, at her side. Uh, She paired the dress with uh, Cartier white gold drop diamond earrings and a furry white jacket that she kept strategically low to cover her backside. Her hair was platinum and pulled tight into a bun, but she only wore the fragile original Dress for her walk up the grand staircase at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Then it was a, a jersey and flip flops, right? Nope, she changed into a replica after that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: So the original one is, if you remember, did dip down really low in the back. So I, I, I don't recall. Uh, yeah, I, the pictures I saw of Kim in that dress were all from the front.
0: Yeah, uh, go back, uh, Nick. Scroll back too. There's a picture of her, Steve, where you can see the back if you want to look on the oh. Nick, yeah, yeah. monitor. It goes all the way down. It's a little above-the-butt crack, but... Uh, yep, yep, yep. so that's the one. Uh, so the celebration of American design was themed to gilded glamour, sprouting classic black-tailed tail uh, tailed tuxedos for many of the men. I and don't give a <laughs> f- Well, then hang on, because I got a lot here, okay? <laughs> and lots of uh, dresses in black and white for the women. Others paid a literal homage to New York City, home base... The gilded age and still more shimmered in metallic golds and silver.
3: You know, the, the critics were going crazy last night because, um, not in a good way, they were saying how unimpressive the fashion...
2: Because it's, oh, yeah?
0: Yeah, you're supposed to be outlandish, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And they were unimpressed. Well, they steered it back. Uh, okay. And they were they were looking for New York to be the inspiration. Earlier, Blake Lively smiled for the cameras in a grand ulterior, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, atelier... Atelier Versace? Is that how you say that? Atelier? I don't know. Uh, gown with uh, Ryan Reynolds in brown velvet. Billie Eilish with an upcycled green lace-trimmed dress from Gucci. And Cynthia Erivo. She looks... Sheer white Louis Vuitton with a matching headpiece. Who? Billie Eilish. Her corset was super tight. Yep, she looked really good. Uh, Lively, one of the evening's co hosts, wore a bronze and rose gold look that transformed into a shimmery layer of baby blue as a large bow was pulled. Uh, Cardi B, accompanied by Donatella Versace, wore an over the top golden, or was an over the top golden goddess in a dress of mesh and chains, a fitting birthday for the designer. Gigi Hadid was more, Gigi. Uh, more redefined cat woman than Golden Girl. She wore a tight-as-skin blood red, red latex cat suit with a corseted bodice and huge heavy quilted coat from Versace. And she walked gingerly up the steps in that. <laughs> Lizzo, meanwhile, got the crowd cheering when she played her gold flute for fans watching the parade of fashion outside. She wore a black dress under a stunning gold-embroidered black coat, all by Tom Brown. Uh, Janelle Monae offered a royal wave in a black-and-white bedazzled helmet piece and slinky gown with a headpiece. She said, amazing, I'm proud to be American, I'm proud to be wearing Ralph Lauren. This is gilded glamour from the future. So, quick
3: question. You know, I never really... Ask this. What happens when they get inside? So, oh, regular, is it a regular gala with speeches <laughs> and a dinner? I know there's a dinner. All we know, really, is the red carpet. Is the red right? carpet, yeah. When yep. they get inside...
2: It is an actual event. Yeah, what
0: are they doing in there? Vogue's <laughs> uh, Anna Wintour, who has run the gala since 1995, wore feathery Chanel and a jeweled tiara that has been in her family since 1910. She looks like she weighs 11 pounds, Anna Wintour. Oops. She I didn't see her. continues as one of the night's honorary co-chairs alongside designer Tom Ford and Instagram's Adam Massier or Mossieri. Uh, and the other official co-chairs for the event were Regina King and Lynn manuel Miranda. Wouldn't it be wild if when they got inside, the Met Gala
3: was basically like one of our mixers with the balloon popping game and all <laughs> that, right? Yeah, yeah. I would love it. It would certainly lighten up the evening a bit.
4: Missionary doggy.
7: <laughs>
4: uh,
0: so, uh, there, there were some, some weird... Missionary
7: r- doggy <laughs> cowder, sexy
0: uh, Kathy showed me a picture of a guy that looked like he was wearing a tire the on
4: tire. his
2: head. It oh, looked really? Like it was hilarious. hilarious. Is yeah. it a famous person? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who it was. The guy was had just come it. from an
4: accident. This is this Ooh,
3: that's really good. Look, he even put a tire iron up his ass. <laughs> uh,
0: no, man, I was just in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I haven't had a chance to take a look and see some of the more outrageous ones. I, I, I think I they did it. reel it back. A they did, head, which is I think that's great. I think you have to do that every now and then because only so far you can go. You know, did I miss? Am I misremembering that Anna Wintour herself said this would be the last one?
2: She's been saying that for years.
0: The old crow. Uh,
2: the guy who that wore the tire was um Leslie Odom Jr.
0: Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From, uh, he was involved in the Kardashians. Yeah, Chloe. No, right?
5: no, 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 no. He's uh, he was in Hamilton. Uh, he's a singer. Who's Odom from the Kardashians? That's, Le- that's um... Lamar. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Leslie. I get all my Odoms mixed up, man. I know. Man. Uh, but, you, you know, my in, mother's uh, maiden
0: name is Odom. Leslie
5: Odom yeah, is he's, in- he's a singer, performer. He was he like, played in Hamilton? Uh, he was the original guy who killed Hamilton. That guy. Aaron Burr. Yeah, he was the okay. original Aaron Burr. Very cool. Excellent. So, uh...
0: Yeah, dude was wearing he, a tire. He I'm wore a tire. <laughs> at least it looked like that way from the side. From the top, now we're looking at, he's kind of leaning forward. It looks like a basket. So, he
5: also um, did uh, one of the uh, nationwide commercials, Preston. Really? Yeah, you, know, you know how like... They, they sing? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
2: He wore a tire basket.
0: <laughs> all right, I got some other things besides the Met Gala and Good all that. coverage there, of the Met Gala, There though. will be more stories yeah. uh, coming up, I'm sure, over the next couple of days, so oh, don't you fret. All right, uh, TMZ <laughs> shared a video on Monday showing Olivia Wilde. They finally have the video now of her being served the legal documents on behalf of Jason Zudegas at CinemaCon last Tuesday. Yeah. While well, in the middle of a presentation about her new film, Don't Worry Darling, someone comes to the stage, leaves a manila envelope for her. She goes, this "Is this is for me right now. Uh, and then she said, okay, this is very mysterious. He opens up the envelope, joking that it might be a script. Uh, she looked at the custody documents and goes, oh, okay, got it, thank you. And then she went through the monologue. This,
3: she, she kind of kept her composure. Yeah. I'm kind of um, fascinated by the notion that there's not at least one person... There to kind of deflect somebody who might come from the yeah, that right, would walk right, right up, up to from, the uh, stage like
2: that. I said that from the there. very beginning. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. There that. should have
0: been somebody in security yeah. keeping an eye on on um, what was going on because even if it was somebody just delivering a script, yeah, you don't do that in the middle of a presentation. I you a bomb, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, Blossom actor Joey Lawrence married insecure actress Samantha Cope Aww. in a romantic <laughs> outdoor ceremony. You had that at the ready. Yes, I did. One no nice. more time, Yeah. Uh, in uh Tem- Temicula, California, Temecula, California. Right? Temecula. Temecula. Where's yeah. Temecula?
4: It's on the it's on the coast. It's uh like Big Sur. I was ju- I just drove through it. Oh no! Nice. No no no! I'm sorry. It's south of um. It's north of uh, San Diego, south of LA. I was thinking of another okay. place. Yeah. You know, who just bought some land in uh, Temecula is um our friends the Van there people. Oh no! Okay. Oh. Yeah. They, they they may be. Settling. Set Settling. They, oh, they bought yeah. some land. It's a good and, place to stop. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So it's got like ocean views. Anyway, back to you. Francis. I heard so. that they bought a, a doggy safe for that place. <laughs> What's a doggie <laughs> safe? <laughs> That's a cat.
0: Oh, Kathy wasn't here. <laughs> no, that. she wasn't here. Oh, you yeah. That's oh, right.
2: Yeah. He already did this one? Yeah, he did it. Yes, oh, yes. you yeah. weren't there for he that. S- he
3: said it, and there was like, no one took the bait, and, and so it just laid there for about 10 seconds. Oh,
2: God, I wish I was here. <laughs> uh, and
0: I actually said, I'm so glad Kathy's not here. So, Joey Lawrence said, uh, "Whoa! It feels. It just feels so right. Uh, life can be. Do you chal- owe her hand? Life can be challenging <laughs> at times, but when uh, God gives you the right person, it's worth it." Uh, and Lawrence met in 2020 when they both starred in the Lifetime movie "My Husband's Secret Brother." Oh, uh, the couple spoke with people days before their wedding. And said, from day one, it was such a safe place to be myself. Cope said, he loves everything about me and celebrates all those weird quirks about me. I was so blessed to be in a position to receive that. Two weeks in, I was like, I will be with you forever.
3: No, so they're uh, they got married. Joey Lawrence was a big hard throb on Blossom, right? Yeah, yeah, he was
0: a good looking dude. He yeah,
3: was good looking. He was all the brothers are good
0: looking. I was uh, I was um, concerned to see this this morning. Uh, Danny Bonaducci. yeah,
7: uh-huh.
0: Uh is feeling the love as he faces quote a mystery illness. Oh, uh-huh. on Sunday, the Partridge Family star shared a Facebook post penned by his sister Celia Bonaducci, who announced that the actor is addressing a health concern. Uh, She wrote, uh, many of you have reached out to see what's going on with my brother Danny. Thank you. Along with Dairy Queen dipped cones and your messages, he is feeling the love. And we are not being coy when we say that this is a mystery illness. In layman's terms, his balance sucks. It super sucks. And all the great medical minds of Seattle are at work trying to solve this conundrum. We will keep you posted. Please remember that while he is a public figure, he is also my well loved brother. He posted a picture of himself. He looks really skinny. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, Aww. he was always a he was very big time into fitness yes. and uh, was always uh pretty um, you know, uh thick and, and stacked and uh but he he looks like he's sick. Uh he shared a similar sentiment uh writing on uh Twitter uh, thank you for all the well wishes. It really means a lot to me uh, that so many of you have reached out. On Friday, the 62-year-old announced on Twitter that he was taking a temporary leave from his radio show due to his illness. He has been on the Danny Bonaducci and Sarah Morning Show in Seattle, uh, station KZOK, since 2011. Uh, he wrote some news to share. I'm taking a temporary medical leave from my radio show, and I'll share more when I know more. I'm still working towards receiving a diagnosis. What I know is I need time to focus on my health. I love my job and talking to you guys, and I'll be back on the air soon. So he shared a photo of himself walking with a cane.
3: We always oh, like uh, Danny. He was uh, always a really good guest, uh, even when he was competition here in Philadelphia. You know, we had a we'd see him at events. Yeah, in.
0: We, we had a moment with him yeah. uh, at an event at the uh, one uh, at a police event, and he came up to us and, and he was working at WYSP, so he was you know direct competition. Yeah. And he came over and we started talking and he goes, he goes, man, he goes, the higher ups over there. He said, they told me they want me to come right after you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I said, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> He's like, that's stupid. He yeah. goes, you guys haven't done anything to me. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to you. And we were like, thank you. Yeah. Same thing. We're not, we don't do that. We don't play that stupid Beat up on the competition yeah. game thing, and he was really cool. He's a fan of radio. You yeah. Know? No, he, yeah, he, he very was, much so. He for Here radio. in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah.
3: times, and yeah,
0: so. and man, does he have stories! Oh my God, God. <laughs> does he have stories? Uh, so we wish uh, we wish Danny the best, and and hopefully we'll find out soon what's going on with him, and he'll be on the mend. Uh, Priscilla Presley is an instant fan of Baz Luhrmann's Elvis Presley biopic. Oh. Yeah, the late uh, King of Rock. Uh, his ex-wife gave the film titled Elvis uh, her seal of approval, raving about Lerman's vision and Austin Butler's performance as the titular rock legend as she was treated to a private screen recently. So,
3: uh, it's done in the in the, the Baz Lerman style, so there's contemporary music mixed in and around the whole deal with even Elvis' stuff. And it's, I, I like, I loved The Great Gatsby that he did. I loved, you know, that... It's way over the top, but it works for me, so I'm very excited to see this.
0: So she wrote, for those curious about the new film Elvis, Boz Luhrmann, the director, provided a private screening for me and Jerry Schilling at Warner Studios recently. Uh, This story is about Elvis and Colonel Parker's relationship. It is a true story told brilliantly and creatively that only Boz... And his unique artistic way could have delivered. Austin Butler, who played Elvis, is outstanding. Of course, Tom Hanks plays Colonel uh, Parker. She said halfway through the film, uh, Jerry and I look at each other and we said, wow, bravo to him. He knew he had big shoes to fill. He was extremely nervous playing this part. I can only imagine. Tom Hanks was Colonel Parker in this film. What a character he was. There were two sides to Colonel. Jerry and I witnessed both. I'm not sure who Jerry. Um, so Jerry was would Jerry. One of Schilling is. Oh, okay. That I'm not familiar with. Yeah. If you could, um, Nick, if you wouldn't mind looking up who Jerry
4: Schilling was. Or is is any of
3: the Memphis Mafia still around? Well, Steve,
4: he was a part of the Memphis Mafia. there we go yeah, and he is still around, and so um uh, he's portrayed in the movie by Luke Bracey. I don't know who that actor is, uh but yeah, Jerry Schilling um was with Elvis's uh, camp for a long time.
0: I guess the most famous member of the Memphis Mafia was that guy red, so red and he was an actor, he's in Roadhouse, yeah red taught uh Elvis karate right. And Red
4: had an affair with her, with, with uh, uh, Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla. Wow. I don't think it's what? pronounced karate, Steve. I think it's karate. Only two hundred
3: yeah. people know karate. <laughs> uh, Me and what's...
0: the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, so the story, as we know it, this is what she she went on to say. The story. As we all know, does not have a happy ending, but I think you will understand a little bit more of Elvis' journey penned by a director who put his heart and soul into many hours into the film. Uh, the first trailer for Elvis dropped in February, giving a glimpse uh, at Butler in the role of a lifetime and Hanks as Elvis's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, as well as... Australian actress Olivia DeJong, she is playing a young Priscilla. Interesting. By the way, Priscilla previously opened up to people about adjusting to married life with the iconic musician and his hordes of female fans. She said, my God, I had to learn everything. She said, women gravitated to him, so I would be nervous when he had to go places alone alone. Uh, and I would even go with him to get his teeth cleaned. I always had an eye on him because everyone in the world was after him. And
8: number two is <laughs> look out,
6: man. Look at that. They're coming at you.
8: You see that? It's called Karate, man. And only two kinds of people know it. The Chinese and the king. One of them is me. You're the king. to oh, see, i the Memphis. It's... Come on a
5: little bit of honey and a little bit of June. Butter.
8: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
6: Uh-huh. Oh, come on, man. Come on. See you right now. Come around. See you right now. Look out, man. Okay. There's some along game or something, man. Well, thanks, Elvis. <laughs> right. Well,
8: I'm on, man. some on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, buddy. What the f***? what's he talking
7: about? Jack White as Elvis <laughs> Presley. That's great.
0: In the great. It's called uh, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. If you've never seen that, it's goofy. It's slapstick, but yeah. it is a <laughs> scream, man. And he is great in that. Uh, by the way, uh, she Priscilla first met Elvis when she was fourteen. in Yeah, 19- classic story. Nineteen fifty nine. When you met
3: her, she was nine, right? Uh, the <laughs> pair later <laughs> got married in
0: nineteen sixty seven before divorcing in nineteen seventy three. I just met a sweetheart, of her honey, and uh, <laughs> they shared daughter Lisa Marie Pref- Presley, who is uh, fifty four. Who's
3: that pretty little guy sitting in that seat in the back of the car? <laughs> <laughs> oh
7: man,
2: man, she looks really
3: seat. good. A
0: little one with the extra buckles, man.
2: <laughs>
3: Stop. Oh man. Very seductive the way you're using that sippy cup. Yeah, look out, man. Look out, man. Number two look out, man. Look, <laughs> you got the coolest ass chair sitting there back in the car, man, with that extra buckle. This
0: isn't funny. I like the way you say buckle. Elvis <laughs> like buckles. All right, we're gonna play the clips now. Here we go. He did. He had really big, big <laughs> buckles. Oh yeah, I remember like <laughs> just, yeah, man, Look at yeah. the size of his buckle. Thing is huge, man. <laughs> All right, Girls5Eva follows a one-hit wonder girl group from the 90s who reunite when they are sampled by a younger rapper. However, this time around, it's not so easy. In this clip, series creator Meredith Scardino shares what it was like to use music as comedy.
6: Working on Kimmy Schmidt, we were always, we had Titus Andromedon, who would (laughs) sing everything. So we were always writing absurd songs for him, like... When he's in a fevered state and sings that crazy song about <laughs> trident gum, um, those kind of things were always so fun to me,
0: really? Yeah. yeah, Season two of Girls Five Eva premieres on Peacock this Thursday. Here's our next clip. Star Trek, Strange New World. Ooh, yet another Star Trek series, but only this time they explore the new worlds around the galaxy. Uh, And in this clip, Uhura actress Celia Rose Gooding shares what it's like to play this world-renowned character. Here we go.
6: A little intimidating sometimes, but um, all around just exciting. And I can't wait to share this young Uhura with fans that have already known her, with fans that are still getting to know her, uh, because we don't have a lot of background
2: about her in the original series, and so it's it's an incredible opportunity to sort of fill in the gaps that were left due to a, a underdevelopment of character.
7: Yeah!
0: Uh, I'm interested to see her. I'm a fan of the Zoe Saldana Uhura. Yes. Fantastic so for you,
3: Preston, a Star Trek fan, as am I, mm. and this this is Captain Pike's story. Yes. They had a bit of this a story arc run on Discovery, which was... Uh, Oh. Eh, okay, eh, and like and Picard has gotten, eh, but this is a return to the the um, <coughs> the original sort of series design, going to different planets, exploring different worlds, strange new worlds, and the guy playing Pike is so yep. damn good and so charismatic, and you have a lot of the original crew. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I uh, the only name I recognize is Rebecca Romaine who's going to be in this. And, uh, as yourself, the rest of the crew will have to, uh, we'll have to meet. Probably seen them in, in other things, but yeah. I don't know their names right off the bat because Nick has pulled up. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a guy that was in, uh, Dune, uh, Babs. I can't pronounce his name is, the last name is really long. I'm not familiar with the actor, but he was great at Dune. Tibetito? Played Jammies. No, it is, uh, Ulusan Mokun. I guess is how you say his name. Anyhow, cool, excellent. I'm all for some new Star Trek, man. Oh, yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, Oh, by the way, that, uh, the first episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds premieres Thursday on Paramount+. And that is our entertainment report for this morning. Failed to mention this. It's Tattoos Day. Hey, hey. We're giving away a Steve Tattoo, for a winner today. And all you have to do is text word tattoo to 39333 to be in the running for it. It's a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and piercing. And if you would like to go in person and check them out, please do. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. And if you want to see their samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floating world tattoo so we will give that away sometime today at the end of the show actually is when we'll do it let's take a break come back in just a second with a little bit of forward momentum on this tuesday morning we won't be going long so make sure you stay with us
3: Test one, two. Barn door. Low hanging fruit. Third leg of the stool. Talk like Bill West today. 2022 is coming on. But with the Daily Rush, you can celebrate it every day. Watch highlights from our Who Said Investing game, including an appearance from the man about town himself. Oh, you're going to love him. Videos posted on PrestonandSteve.com. has uh, got to go.
0: I know we talk about food a lot, uh, but however, we didn't do the connoisseur last week. We'll have to at some point pull that out. But I saw this really interesting article uh, from BuzzFeed, and uh, I know that some people can relate and probably have their own stories to share. But the title of this article was uh, "People are sharing the questionable ways their families cook specific foods." Uh, I love and, when we talk about stuff like this. And it says, "and some are quite frankly crimes." <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, I'll read a few examples. Well, one man's crime could be another man's favorite. That's true, right? Uh, and feel free to share. If you guys have anything to contribute, our number is um, what is our number 215. No, two one five two six three. WMR one eight hundred two three two.
4: You can call that one if you want. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. All
7: right,
0: so I'll start with this one. It says that uh, my stepdad's mom took a stick of butter and used it like a crayon to smear butter all over a raw turkey, and then she put the rest of the stick on the table for rolls.
2: Oh, oh. yeah, no. Uh. Uh-uh. So, so I've actually seen? No.
3: I've actually seen a device that. that is like a. Um, I don't have to like a clamp for butter. It doesn't have to require a lot of pressure. But the basic gist is, you put the stick of butter in it and you slide it around on waffles and, and pancakes. Yeah, yeah,
0: we have a we have one. that's called a butter bot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it looks like it looks yeah. like a little robot. Yeah, and, and you stick it inside there and you take off his little R two D two head. Yeah, and the butter sticks out the end there, and, and it's actually. Curved a bit so it fits on corn on the cob. This is yeah. not
3: the butter you're looking
2: yeah. for, and
0: it's really great
5: for corn on the cob. Casey, so.
2: this would be perfect for your issue, your problem of getting butter in each square of a level.
5: No, yeah, it wouldn't. Why? Uh, because uh, I think it would, right? Mm.
3: Especially yeah. if you if you heat it up a little bit. This is not what we're looking. No, at. no, no. This I know that. At a video, that's no. these not what are not it is.
0: Your butter dispensers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, but using that on raw poultry no. and, and serving it, it, out, it to no. Family, no, you could be could, could deathly ill. You could get very, very sick. All right, here's another one. This says, my mom once had a meltdown in her kitchen when she saw me cooking an egg in a skillet. She likes to cook her eggs in the microwave until they're rubbery and tinged with oh, gray. No. And she insists that this is the only way to do it. She's a lunatic. I, so,
2: did, I actually didn't even know you could cook an egg in Oh, yeah, microwave. yeah.
0: You can do it, but it turns out... It's Gross, like, right? Yeah. the uh, Come on. It, You you don't get a soft center on the yolk. You, you get a kind of hard, um, almost, uh, almost a uh, a boiled type of thing. I
2: mean, even I can do an egg in a skillet. Come on.
0: Uh, hang on a second here. This one says, not exactly cooking. This is a text. It says, not exactly cooking, but my mom cuts pizza with scissors. <laughs> oh,
2: I've heard no,
0: of that. I've heard of I that have too. heard of that. Really? Yes. yes. I've seen yeah. it too. I, oh, my
2: so, God. I worked for a family who owned a pizza shop. Um, They owned a very successful, uh, still successful pizza shop down the shore. And they, when their kids were little, they would. Bring the pizza home for dinner, and they would cut it up in, into like little pieces for a baby. But they would okay. do it with the scissors.
3: Okay. Do you do the same thing we do? So with our deli meat, we'll use we'll do use uh, hole punches and uh, put them into a three uh, ring <laughs> binder. A
0: three-ring binder? <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't tried that, but that's yeah. awfully efficient. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. Where's the liverworks book, Marissa?
9: I feel like the scissor things comes from Italy. Like when you're in Rome, they have these long pizzas, and they cut them with scissors.
0: Okay. Do
3: you think
9: so that's maybe where that comes? I don't know. From. On
3: that note, do you think that Pizza tastes slightly different if you eat it with a knife and a
0: fork. Then yeah, it's not as tastes good. Tastes different? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a different no, eating it, experience, but I don't think it tastes different. I, I think know, psychologically, but
2: like the, the bite and the. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, I don't. Preston's probably right. No, it's not no. This, taste there, 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 can,
0: there can't be any change in the taste, but yet I perceive one. It
2: kind of feels like yeah, it. Yeah. Is. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, a few more examples. Uh, we'll go to some phone calls if you guys have them. Uh, let's have. How about this one? This I love this. One of my relatives deep fries things and then puts them in the air fryer to make them, quote, less oily. <laughs>
7: Wait.
0: That is absolutely and then- oh, ridiculous. The then they go on saying, then there's my aunt who buys takeaway fried chicken. Fries it again at home just be- just before serving it to her guest. She says the outside is too dry and not oily enough.
2: Oh my god! Okay, oh, wow. so right. she refries fried chicken. Did everyone have a heart
8: attack? <laughs> oh my is god. everybody
0: good? Oh, that is the best. Uh, this one says: Once we watched my wife's my wife's grandma dice an onion. By slicing rounds with the peel still on, like you do for burgers, she would peel each slice one by one and then finally chop it all with a steak knife. Huh. So that's way off. I I watch people... Dicing onions. I need and, help. And I sip. Oh, okay, Casey, I'll I'll give you the full tutorial. do. Tutorial. It is so easy. I to do, do not do. know how to cut an onion.
5: Really? Not not properly. There's
0: a, there's a there's a process. Okay. Your, can can you, you can, give us a quick a quick verbal tutorial? I would. Okay. So you 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 cut off the uh the the base, the bulb right. end, right. And then you cut off the top. Mm-hmm. You turn it sideways, lie it on a flat end. You cut it in half. You take the peel, the outside layer off. Then you flip it back over on the flat edge, oh, like where this, where it's like round
5: and. No, on the, no, flat, on on the flat, flat, flat edge, flat edge yeah, where yeah, it yeah. lies.
0: now, And then, Casey, so here's the onion. It's like an arc this way, okay? Yeah, correct. Then you slice it three times this way. Okay. And you slice it three times this way. And then you go boom, 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 and it's all chopped up.
3: Are you a fan of, of
0: chopping devices? No. A uh, lot of chefs say no to those, mm. right? No, you don't need. It takes up room in the, in the kitchen, and all you need is a knife. But what you do need to know are the proper techniques, and all you have to do is learn them once, and you got them.
3: So, I th- at some point, I'd seen a YouTube video that described how to cut a pineapple, Preston, and we had a fresh pineapple in the house. I think I misremembered how to cut that pineapple. <laughs> oh, really? Because it's the you know that you, that main part in the middle, the stem, the with yep. the core of it. Core. Uh, and I was, I, I mean, I, I cut that off. Yeah. And um, and I cut the outer layer, you know, the, the prickly part off. And I was cutting what I thought was correct, and yet that part of the core—do you do you still core? solid? Still yeah, hard? still solid. Or was that just me not? Cut? Was that me cutting too soon? I didn't it cut soon? it all out. You all know? right. I mean,
0: you need to cut it into quarters, and then just slice the. Uh, there, there'll be like a wedge, and that sharp part of the wedge is the core, and then yeah. you just cut it off. That I effed it up. Then you're good to go,
4: uh, Steve. I hate to bring it back to this, but um, oh, no. A listener texted this in, so thank you, random listener. Apparently, in the movie Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) We're watching the video. He uses scissors to cut pizza. (laughs) He's
7: eating cold pizza. pizza. (laughs) He cuts it with scissors.
4: You're the
3: pizza on the scissors. (laughs) That's where that whole thing with that, that that cult. They were yeah. scissor.
0: They were pizza. They,
3: uh, they cut yeah, their yeah. pizza with scissors. Yeah, yeah. No, they cut wow. theirs with axes. Yeah. If you
5: remember? <laughs> clang, clang.
0: <laughs> uh, but Casey, I'll, I'll. You know what? I could bring in an onion. Maybe. You know what? Maybe we'll do a demo day for the Thank connoisseur you for sometime. Thank we'll, you for we'll, calling Cobras Pizza. We'll show you. A couple think he's got a pizza shop now. He slices. Would that
5: be like a version of Show and Tell?
0: All of the drivers wear mirror shades and have a matchstick in their mouth. Yeah. You hungry or what? Yeah. And uh, actually, the pizza is put in a barber's chair, Preston, and then he walks around. (laughs) All right. Here's some other things uh, that people do. Interesting ways they cook things at their home. Questionable ways. Uh, here's another entry that says, "My mom said that cooking the turkey on Thanksgiving Day was too much work. <clears throat> when you're hosting too, so she would cook the bird weeks in advance, oh. carve it, and then freeze it. <sighs> you might as well no, no, you might as well just go no, to the no, deli no. And, and buy turkey that way. It's it's not part of the you know uh, uh, Thanksgiving experience that way. I'm getting the borderline criminal aspect of this whole thing. But also, that, that, that would
3: be that's just the whole purpose is to have that
5: fresh turkey. Listen." I cooked a turkey for the first time in my life. Like, I did it on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Thanksgiving. just passed, right? And I did a great job. Dude, it's not that much work. No. You, you, yeah. you prepare the beginning, right? You, you, you do that in the morning, you stick it in the oven, and then you got the rest of the day to do everything else. Like, yep. it's really not that difficult.
0: Agreed. Uh, I like this one a lot. Uh, it says, my family calls every small grain-like food in large quantities... <laughs> Rice. <laughs> Wait, what? Quinoa, that's rice. rice. Couscous, that's rice. rice too. Couscous. So, I love couscous. They just call it
5: rice. By the way, couscous is like uh, a thousand percent su- uh, superior to, than quinoa. Yeah, I am at, no, I'm mm. a quinoa fan. I'm not saying I They're don't totally like quinoa. Different.
2: It's completely yeah, different.
3: It's better. I mean, if you're going for. It's like for, pudding is the best
5: version of steak. But yeah. That's
2: like saying you like pasta better than rice. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah.
5: No. yeah. 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 I think it's more like saying you like uh risotto better than rice. And milk duds. No, so well couscous is
0: a pasta, right? Yeah. That's right. Uh quinoa is a grain, I believe. I believe you're correct. So there are two different things. So, okay. so
5: rice and, and uh and risotto are both grains. Your Quinoa is uh-huh. in my couscous. <laughs>
0: couscous is in my
5: quinoa. I kinda liken them to be almost the same thing, even though they're not. Right. I guess. Okay. So you're like these
0: guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's another one that says, uh, my mother-in-law proudly makes this one very specific chunky salsa, and it has raw diced carrots in it. <laughs> I have no idea where she got that recipe from, but it's bland, it's watery, and way too crunchy.
4: I, I had carrots in a salsa one time. and Were I they was, raw? Uh, yeah, chopped, okay. raw carrots. And I, when I saw it, I was like, nah, this is going to be terrible. It, w- it wasn't bad. I, and I, I don't know why it was done, like, maybe for nutrition reasons or whatever. I was not completely turned off by it. Do you know it. what? I, I pretty much hate carrots. In, I don't hate, but
3: I find them bland. And the only yes. thing, but however, yeah. I love carrot cake. Yeah, well, that's not,
4: oh, yeah. that's not really carrots. Now, are you talking about... <laughs> there are, you, are carrots diced up in it.
0: Just, uh, just are you talking about, like, raw carrots? Yes, yeah, steamed like carrots. Them, no, baby carrots. I don't,
4: I'm not roasting. a big fan. Yeah.
0: Okay. Maybe we need to roast some for you. In some I good love, olive oil. I love carrots. Yeah. I do too. I can eat them with every meal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so let's go to some phone calls. I want to go to uh, Frank. We're talking about questionable way things uh, that people prepare things in their kitchen at home. Hi, Frank. Good morning.
8: Good morning, it bitches. Good morning, <laughs> it. What's up, buddy? All right, this infuriates me, and I'm about to ruin everybody's morning. <laughs> My fiance's aunt. She prepares soup separately. As in, if she made chicken noodle soup, there's chicken in one pot, broth in one pot, noodles in one pot, and then vegetables in another pot. That's not how you make soup! That's not how you make soup! So she makes dry, them all separately? the reason for it is so that you get individual flavors of everything. No! No!
0: Frank, I, I, I feel your passion, absolutely, because the, the big thing about soup is all those ingredients Blend. together blend and they spend time together yeah. the longer you let soup sit like that the better it tastes That's insane. That's crazy, Frank. Have you ever confronted it, 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 her on
8: this? Uh, yes, and she just she's big and mean and Italian. I don't know. <laughs> Frank, that's that's insane. Does she does she do like
3: when she makes a cake does she prepare the separate ingredients separately? Mm-hmm.
8: Right, it's like taco night, but with soup. So you just walk up, and then you just put everything into your bowl. and kind of funny. Yum, yum. I'm really happy to be married into this family. <laughs> I can't take it. All right, Frank,
0: good luck to you, sir. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Oh, my God. That's crazy, man. That's too funny. Um, So here's another one that says, once we watched my wife's grandma dice an onion by... Oh, wait, I already said that one. Never mind. There was another onion one coming up a little bit later on. Um, This one says, I... Um, brought my mom and a niece to a nice restaurant in Boston and interpreted the menu for them. It was in Spanish, and I could make out most of it, and we played it safe considering their plates, uh, but also ordered a few things for them to try. Uh, Adventure in food and culture is important for my kids. My mom screamed, "Ooh, gross, Mm -hmm. like a child in the middle of the crowded dining room (laughs) All because I said that there were anchovies in the Caesar salad as they brought it out to the table. Isn't that a standard well, part of Caesar salad, yeah, anchovies? Yeah, the, uh, the, the dressing is made yeah, uh, right. with, with, um, with anchovies, but she probably didn't know that. Uh-huh. She got a little freaked out by that whole thing. Ooh, there's carrots in this carrot cake. Right. All right, let me go to Adam. Hey, Adam, good morning. Morning, guys. What's up, my, Adam?
8: My fiancé's mother will... Put whole chicken breast into the oven with like an inch worth of olive oil and no seasoning oh, and just let it cook in there for like an hour. <laughs> wow. Does that And does my that... fiance suggested that I learn this recipe? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's
3: to
0: learn? Wait, let me take notes. Yeah. yeah. So Preston, does that does that is there would there be any reason wow. to prepare chicken that way? If you maybe were gonna add it to something else, uh but but they just eat it like that, Adam?
8: It's, it's the weirdest thing that I've ever seen. They pull it out of the oven, they cut it up, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, it looks great. It's, I'm looking at him like, did she forget to put, like, salt, pepper, like, any kind of seasoning <laughs> on this thing? I came Something. home from work one night and it was just sitting there on the counter. I'm like, ah, yes. Are they, it- are
3: they treating it like, like, pressing, like, like, it- like focaccia bread where you're dipping it and everybody the- just takes a piece and then they <laughs> dip it in, it in the in. olive oil?
0: Oh, man, that's super duper bland. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. Yeah, you would do that if you're going to add it to something else, maybe. But even then, you at least want to give it a little bit of salt and pepper, you know? Something. Something in there. Uh, Let's see here. This uh, one says, my mother-in-law... are all mother-in-laws. ...questionable ways that they uh, (laughs) prepare things in their kitchen. My mother-in-law cuts every single vegetable up with a paring knife. Now, a paring knife is really small. Yes. Uh, She said it's horrible watching her struggle to cut large items like potatoes and onions... But she just sits and ins sits there and insists that a small knife makes it go faster. Yes. But then again, he s- he says uh, she also boils chicken and water in the microwave and eats it too. Oh. Boy, that's about as bland oh as you can get. So,
3: do. so smaller tools will make the job go quicker. So, like a really tiny lawnmower, right? Yeah, exactly. Try that. Yeah, yeah. It'll speed things. <laughs> going to cut a bit. my time in half.
0: No, no. You need a nice big knife. No, I'm
3: going to dig out this pool with a spoon
0: for some things. And by the way, always sharpen your knives. I think the the Rule is a, uh, a dull knife cuts people, a sharp knife doesn't, because a dull knife won't, uh, it, you can jump. Move. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it'll skip around and not cut cleanly, and you can, uh, what, you can cut yourself. What are your kitchen knives of choice? Are you using the Guy Fieri? Yeah, 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 we have the Guy Fieri. They're, they're pretty amazing. Yeah, we got the, what's called the Battle Station from Guy, and we've had it for. I don't know, eight or nine years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're really good knives. We I
5: just like got that. those uh, colored ceramic knives. How are they? I love them because yeah. I see them advertised uh, on QVC
3: occasionally, and uh, the guy who appears to be a chef seems to really love them. Yep, very sharp. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, um, so one last quick question: Do you have to sharpen those ever? I don't think I so. I don't right?
5: know. You're asking this this guy over here.
0: I don't. You know, I've never dabbled in
5: ceramics, ceramic right? so
0: I'm, I'm not really sure if, if they need to be sharpened or not. Uh, Here's another one.
5: says, my stepfather
0: is an absolute toddler about food, a literal 60-year-old man who still throws tantrums and my mom doesn't make him what he wants for dinner. Uh, One of his normal practices is to eat slices of white American cheese straight from the packages. Sometimes he just takes slices out of the package and stuffs them in his mouth. And I think these are the individually wrapped ones. Yes. Because um, he goes on to say he spent all of last summer insisting that every pack of cheese that my mom got was bad but they were all totally fine. Our conclusion, we think that for the first time in his life, he actually smelled the cheese before inhaling it.
7: <laughs>
0: so if it wasn't wrapped tightly in that package, because those like the craft ones, like they barely have any scent to them at all. And you get a real cheese, it's going to have a really strong scent to it. Uh, all right. Tony has a crazy way of making soup. We're going to go to Tony. Good morning, Tony.
9: Good morning. How are you? Great. What's up? All right. So someone else was talking about separate, like making soup separately. Yes. I I have a texture thing, so I don't like the I like the taste of the soup greens, like celery and onions and things like that, but I can't stand the texture. So I boil them in the broth, and then I strain them out, and then I kind of pulverize them into their own soup, and then I add it back into the broth. And
0: then I boil the noodles, and then I add the chicken okay so so you don 't like you don 't like texture of vegetables, so you just kind of puree them and make them into a liquid
9: yeah yeah, okay huh
0: you 're still going to get wrong. the flavor that 's interesting that 's probably a bill Weston way, right yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know what in fact here 's this this same one it says, my dad hates the texture and taste of most vegetables. He passed this down to my brother. And me, so my mom always made us this awesome salsa that was completely pureed. And yeah. I was very confused by Chunky Salsa when I was old enough to notice it at other oh. people's homes. Huh. I didn't know people didn't like the texture. Well, I guess, yeah, we're like yeah. Rochelle. texture's a big thing. The, re- the reason she doesn't like uh, mushrooms is yeah. the texture of them. Me too. Um, she can handle the flavor. She can get mushroom-flavored stuff. But but if you, she gets the the pieces... It's like I've it's been slimy. on that roller coaster with avocados. So, so I'd like, oh. like,
3: avocados I initially liked. And then, um, then I did not like them. I did, did not the texture. And now I kind of like the taste. So I can handle, I think I'm coming back as the pendulum swings. But man, yeah, there was a period like I couldn't even, I couldn't stand
0: the, the feel of it in my mouth. What about um yeah, Kathy? Mushrooms? No dice
3: for no, you. No,
2: I can't do mushrooms. Um, but the I'm okay with the avocado. Like yeah, I, I don't. I know. That's, that's kind of,
0: of slimy too. It's a little different. It's
2: a little different. Yeah, like I, yeah, the so mushroom expensive. is so yeah. I don't know. Avocado it's is so almost slimy.
0: creamy in nature. Yes. 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 Yeah, and I'm
2: okay with <laughs>
0: okay with creaming. Okay with
2: the yeah. <laughs> say it, say it clearly an into the. I'm
0: microphone. okay with creaming. <laughs> what about mushroom flavor in general? You don't like it either, um, or.
2: I don't know that I would hate it. I I, I don't I don't. I, what would be mushroom flavored? Do you like, like sautéed sort of
0: mushrooms like like a, like a like a hamburger? Oh yeah, I oh do. that's awesome, oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, so like a like a cream of mushroom soup. You mm, know, that. I mean
2: there there are no, little but there are pieces chunks in there. Yeah, no, I yeah. But can't. But they're do very
0: it. very. What about split pea soup? Something
3: like that. Oh, I'm okay with that.
2: I love. Yeah, I'm fine with that.
5: Casey's not good on. But my wife despises it, and I love it. Yeah, the only one I have ever had is like a canned. Pea soup. Uh, like, yeah, if I had, had no it think, homemade... you got to have, have free maybe. range. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of
0: canned, uh, hang on a second. Here was a uh, one that said, uh, my mother has entire cookbooks dedicated to cooking in the microwave, and she thinks that there are only two and only two ways to cook vegetables. One, place frozen vegetables onto a dish, add water, margarine, microwave until mush. <laughs> two... Dump canned vegetables and liquid from a can into a pot, add margarine, heat and microwave until slightly warm. I only realized that I actually liked vegetables for the first time. I tasted fresh green beans that had been lightly sautéed with olive oil, garlic, and salt. So some people, if you grow up on the canned or frozen stuff, you don't know the majesty, the wonderful of wonderful That would have held
3: true with a couple of, like, like pineapples. Again, I only had canned pineapples when I had fresh.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, well, a whole new world. Right. Uh, but Casey, yeah, we'll have to get you some split pea soup. I hated peas when I was a kid. Couldn't yeah. stand them. They were disgusting to me. I love them now. It's
5: the way it goes. So yep. We are talking over the weekend about um, Brussels sprouts and how they're a revelation these days. But when I was growing up, Brussels sprouts were prepared boiled. And so that was, like, terrible it, it to would me. would blow out your O-ring like nobody's I business. I wouldn't even give it that chance. I hated yeah. them so much they never made it into my body. I right. love them baked. Like now? Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, how about this one? When I eat at my in-laws, here's the in-laws again, uh, it's always stressful. They're wild about portion control. My mother-in-law always cooks one potato per person, and they're baby potatoes, like the size of a golf ball.
2: <laughs> so, like, you can't have extras.
0: She said during Thanksgiving, she'll hover around and snatch your plate away the second you're finished. Don't even think about seconds. Remember, one potato per person. What's that about? Are they, I guess they don't describe whether or not they're mm. very thin. That's weird. Um, how about I made Christmas dinner once and my sister deemed the ham trash because I didn't take the bone out. Apparently Gordon Ramsey would have, wouldn't have done that. Uh, and I was deemed unfit for next Christmas dinner. So she took care of it. She cooked a tube of deli ham instead.
5: No, a really?
0: A
3: tube of it? How's everyone's tube? How's your mm. tube of ham? God, that sounds awful.
0: It's very good. This is good tube. <laughs> Uh let's see. Let's go to Bob. Hey Bob. Good morning.
8: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh when I first got with my girlfriend when we were kids, about 18, 19 years old, come home from work and her mother she's like, "Oh, we're going to have spaghetti to poor way. Bunch of soggy ass noodles with <laughs> tomato soup poured over top."
3: Tomato soup. Soggy ass noodles with oh,
8: tomato soup noodles. poured over them? Mm. You should have used ketchup. Yeah, well,
3: exactly. Almost the same thing. Yeah. Man, no, that's that's not even the... It's just the
0: stupid way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Thanks, man. I mean, Appreciate especially since
3: you can go get... You can go to the supermarket. There's tons of, of uh, marinara already in jars yes. ready to go. Yeah.
0: Cost about the same as soup. <laughs> yeah. Probably, so... <laughs> uh, how about uh, Justin? Hey, Justin, good morning.
8: Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed.
0: What's up, buddy? <laughs>
8: <laughs> so... Uh... Due to that TikTok app, my I come downstairs this morning and my son pour I saw him pouring cereal, but he pours the milk in before the cereal. Oh my okay. god. So and you divorce your children? children. Yeah, he said all the kids in this class do it and I and I questioned him. I said, That is un American. He did not do that here. <laughs> and-
3: well it it's just stupid too because you you, you you can't fill up the bowl with cereal. You're mm-hmm. just getting a surface layer.
8: Well, yeah, so Apparently, this video says that it helps so the cereal doesn't overflow over the bowl. What's I mean, t- yeah. Uh, uh, are
0: you that it- you can stop pouring milk <laughs> yeah. at some point and it will I not can't overflow? Stop!
8: I know, right?
0: Damn. Yeah. All right, thanks, Justin. My daughter likes to let her cereal sit in milk until it gets all mushy. Oh, okay. oh wow! Not me. I think I might have been that way when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now it's like if it sits there too long, I don't even want it. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I've found
3: my my ability to buzz through, c- especially cereal that I like, mm-hmm. like uh, Frosted Mini Wheats or or the was it Kanashi? One uh, of the uh, Kashi? Kashi, Kashi. Kashi Kashi. Oh, their stuff is. I, I can go through like half a box, and, and like
0: nobody's business. It's just crazy. All
3: right, one last. I, that's one. why I can't do it.
0: One last one, and then we got to take a break. This one says, uh, honestly, I'm amazed that my grandfather never got food poisoning. <laughs> he would frequently. Leave soup out on the stove for days on end, <laughs> just heating it back up when he was hungry and letting it cool out for hours or even days before heating it up again. What was that? And just leave it there. What was that story?
3: It might have been debunked at a certain point, but it was the Chinese food that had been left out on a counter.
7: Oh, Yes.
0: And they thought it was a like a meningitis case
7: right, or something like right. that.
0: And it turned out to not be yeah. uh, what caused uh, that guy's illness. You're right. And then this person goes on to say, in the winter, he would store food outside instead of the refrigerator <laughs> since it was, quote, free to cool it down. Uh-huh. Except he continued to do this until it was in the 50s. Yeah. No, you can't do that. No, you don't want to do that. Maybe the dead of winter, yes. For safety's sake, you don't want to do that. I need you to stop talking. All right, we will stop talking. <laughs> oh, damn it. Do I need to do this one, Nick? It's just impressive. Uh, This one says, uh, uh, my mother-in-law makes mac and cheese without milk, just cheese on top in a sheet pan and melts it in the oven. Never. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. She puts it on like a Macintosh computer. Uh, (laughs) Anyhow, there you go. That's what I have for you in this little list. People with questionable ways that their families cook specific foods. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate that. Um, we do have to take a break, but listen, cool thing happening tomorrow night. We have a screening of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Very exciting. And I have three pairs of tickets I can give away. So the first three callers, 215-263-WMMR. tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. Movie doesn't even open until Friday. This is a big blockbuster movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. let's get you into this exclusive screening. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have your chance to win 500 bucks and tickets to the MMRBQ with the concert cash. Be file up, too. Stay there.
1: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMR.com.
0: Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to
4: shore, ACME has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the ACME app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the ACME app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
1: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Before we get to the bizarre file, we have an announcement of sorts from Mr. Nick McElwain. (laughs)
4: What do you want to announce here, Nick? So I'm doing this event. Uh, I've been nominated to be Man of the Year for uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society right here in Pennsylvania, which is a really nice honor. And uh, the campaign runs through June 1st. And Casey had an idea for me, which I'm really grateful to Casey. So it's sort of following the model that he set uh, and uh, that Marcus has done where they've done these bike rides. And so what I'm going to do is um, a hike and beer. And so the intent here is to hike from Valley Forge National Park along the Schuylkill River Trail, all the way into the city of Philadelphia, and then we're going to have a party, which is open to the public, Ah. uh, and that'll be the fundraiser portion of it. That'll be the beer portion of it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is the beer portion of the hike. (laughs) The hike is... uh... It's optional. So if you don't want to join us for a 15 or 16-mile hike uh, from Valley Forge all the way into the city, that's totally fine. I think that might be kind of, especially for people who who clock some miles yeah. and up to it. It's doable. And it's it, also
3: kind of scenic and nice. It, it's and, a yeah. pretty
4: hike. You're right, Stephen. So it's it's flat. It's it's paved. You know, it's not a difficult hike. It's just a long hike. Um, but we're going to gather the morning of Sunday, May 15th. We're going to get around, uh, gather in Valley Forge. At about eight AM, and then we're going to hike into the city. But the party is open to the public; anybody can come. It's uh, forty bucks at the door. It's at Urban Saloon. Thanks so much to Tim and the entire crew at Urban Saloon. They've donated their place, which is really, really cool. Uh, John Dorenzi from uh, Budweiser, local Bud rep, is just awesome. Thank you so much to John. Uh, so it's going to be forty bucks to get in. All of those proceeds are going to go to my um, efforts to raise money for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. The the goal here is is a grand one. It's basically to end blood cancer. So what we're trying to do is raise as much money as we possibly can for LLS, and that's why I've been nominated for Man of the Year. Uh, and this campaign that I've mentioned a few times goes into, uh, until June 1st. But this is going to be my big fundraiser for the campaign itself. So all the information is up on dot com. If you have any questions, please email me. I'd love for you to be a part of the team. Is there an official, like, halfway point
5: you can join of the hike? Uh, many points you can join. If you're doing the Schuylkill River Trail, there are... yes. A bunch of different. Yeah, le- honestly, Casey, you, you want to hop on a bike and ride in the city? That's cool. It, it, mm-hmm. the, it's just the the
4: intent really is to get together, sure. you know, and, and, and yeah. hopefully it'll be a nice morning on a, a Sunday, May fifteenth, uh, a nice morning in the in the middle of May. Uh, but two p.m. to five p.m. at Urban Saloon cool. that day, and uh, yeah, anybody can come. Uh, Mike Jerrick's going to be there. I've invited a whole bunch of other people from uh, you know in and around the area. Deuces Rogers from Six abc is going to stop by as well. So Jim Jackson, if he's not calling a hockey game, he's going to stop by. Obviously, all you guys are invited, um, and it's you know it's charity season. We all have a lot going on so I'm, I'm asking for your money i'm asking for contributions i know there are a lot of asks but lls is a great organization they do incredible things so uh thanks for letting me get the word out and uh thanks for tolerating these uh hammering home these charities messages yeah, there's but a, there's a lot of them but there are several yeah. Yeah. i've uh, yeah. got an
0: event this weekend i've got one coming up soon as well totally we yeah. got
4: all these uh things that that need help
0: and we want to help them and it, it's a lot of information but if you can we would certainly appreciate it yeah and they're all great
4: causes so uh thanks for letting me get the message out sunday may 15th how long
0: is that going to take you you Think.
4: Five or six hours, so it's okay. it, but uh, but it is. It's flat, easy, beautiful hikes. Cool River Trail meeting okay. in Valley Forge that morning, Sunday, May fifteenth. Excellent. Real quick before we do the bizarre follow, all that information is
0: at WMMR.com, As Nick has said, uh, this is a shard out, and it is from Michael Wright. He says, "Hey, Preston, my name is Mike Wright. My wife's name is Robin. On Wednesday, Robin May 4th, Wright. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think it's that Robin Wright, Uh-oh. but nonetheless." On Wednesday, May fourth, she'll be finished with her radiation and chemo treatments after five surgeries and eight weeks of intense chemo and radiation for colon cancer. She'll be ringing the bell. Awesome. Nice. And we're both huge fans of your show. And I would appreciate it if you could send her a juicy shard out. Uh, and he says, "P.S. I have three testicles." <laughs> so here you go is a chart out. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good luck with everything. And we're very happy to hear that news. All right, bizarre file time.
10: Bizarre. No
1: presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre
0: Final. Brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets Visit mulchthis.com So, you may have seen this, man Boaters discovered a body Sunday on the shore at Lake Mead And the Mm. body was concealed in a barrel Uh near Hemingway Harbor. Mm. Uh, The National Park Service said that the body was discovered Sunday afternoon. A photo shared showed what looked like skeletal remains in the barrel. The barrel looked to have been stuck in the mud and may have been exposed due to low water levels. A witness, Shawna Hollister, said, We were docking our boat to go home, and I heard a woman scream. My husband walked over and found the body. His shirt and belt were the only thing that we could see over his decomposing bones. God. The National Park Service was working with Las Vegas Metro Police to recover the remains. I gotta imagine Lake Mead is probably filled with dead bodies. Oh, well, yeah, it's Vegas, right? right. there. you know uh, the ongoing uh, the ongoing severe you drought. Run by about the way, quite a tally of debt. Uh, the ongoing severe drought is leading to other discoveries in the water. Last week, the top of a water intake pipe was visible above the water surface as the lake level continues to drop. <laughs> uh, by the way, they, they measure Lake Mead in elevation. Yes. So Lake Mead uh, dropped below one thousand fifty six feet in elevation last Tuesday less than a week after hitting 1,057 feet the week before. So it's, that's a lot of water that's uh, that's uh, slipping away.
5: But I've been, actually, to Hemingway Harbor. Uh, I rented a boat. Like, there, there are only a few harbors in that lake, and that is one of the areas where you can actually rent, like, wave runners and boats and stuff like that. And it's also kind of, like, where people... We'll congregate and and swim out of. Right, right. Concerned
3: some of
0: our former associates start uh, bobbing to the top. Yeah, (laughs) so there's a body in a barrel they found. That's pretty Mm. messed up. Uh, This is out of Kentucky. Police say a driver ended up in a ditch Wednesday night. Police say the driver was... Quote, listening to loud music and wasn't wearing any pants. <laughs> and they say... Yeah, they, you buried the lead on that one. They could smell alcohol, and the driver, Tammy Stafford, was struggling to stay awake. Police say her speech was slurred. She didn't even realize that she had driven into a ditch. And Matt, well, come on. When rush comes on, don't you rip off your pants in the <laughs> car? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh, Stafford admitted to drinking and could not complete field sobriety tests during a search of her car. Uh, they found three empty vodka bottles. So she was hitting it pretty hard. A girl was seriously injured in a coyote attack on a beach in Southern California last Thursday night. The attack occurred just north of Huntington Beach Pier on the beach itself. Uh, the girl was taken to the hospital with serious injuries, uh, but she's expected to survive. You don't hear a lot of coyote no, attacks. No, yeah. and uh, cameras captured footage of the coyote running along the beach. Officers chased it down the beach, but were unable to capture it. The coyote remains at large uh, as of last Friday. It's technically a beach Uh Police say the coyote trapping efforts have ramped up in recent weeks. Last year, a pack of 12 coyotes <laughs> attacked a woman and her dog in Woodland Hills, California. So wow. I don't really think of coyotes being, you know, that dangerous. But... Well, or at least being afraid of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wildlife officials in Colorado report that a bear broke into a vehicle in pursuit of lip gloss.
1: Uh, the, my legs are so chapped.
0: The car's interior oh God. was destroyed by the Curious Bear on a- April 22nd. I need some aloe vera. Uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife uh, t- t- tweeted, uh, there was no food or trash left inside, but there was lip gloss, and its scent was enough to entice the bear to check it Hi out. Hi, guys.
7: Thanks
9: for checking out my YouTube channel. <laughs> I really need to get some lip
1: gloss.
0: Uh, officials went to remind people to lock uh, I'm sorry, officials wanted to remind people to lock doors and remove anything with a scent in order to keep out bears when Mexican police found a pile of about 150 skulls in a cave near the Guatemalan border they thought that they were looking at a crime scene and took the bones to the state capitol turns out it was a very old case. Oh! It took a decade of tests and, and analysis to determine the skulls were from sacrificial victims killed between AD 900 and 1,200. Wow! <clears throat> and they found those a hundred... are my skulls. <laughs>
7: those are my skulls.
0: <laughs> a <laughs> hundred and fifty of them. Uh, the police in two thousand twelve <clears throat> weren't being stupid. Uh, the border area around the town of Frontera. Camolapa in southern uh, Chiapas state has long been plagued by violence and immigrant trafficking. And pre-Hispanic skull piles in Mexico usually show a hole bashed through each side of every skull and were usually found in ceremony uh, plazas, not caves. I would like you to check out my skull pile. But experts say Wednesday the victims in the cave had probably been ritually decapitated and the skulls put on display on a kind of trophy rack known as a zampanti, uh, Spanish conquistadors wrote about seeing such racks in the 1520s, and some Spaniards' heads even wound up on them. While usually strung on wooden poles, using holes bashed through them, the common practice among the Aztecs and other cultures, experts say that the cave skulls may have rested atop poles rather than being strung on them. And interesting, uh, interestingly, there were more females than males among the victims, and none of them had any teeth. Either. That seems weird. Wow. Yeah. All right. One last story. A British lawmaker has resigned after he was caught watching porn twice on his phone uh-huh. in Parliament's House of Commons chamber. The 65 year old Conservative Party member, Neil Parrish, had come under pressure to step down from members of his own party. Parrish, who had been a member of Parliament since 2010, described.
3: I apologize to this august organization. I like films in which pizza delivery (laughs) men arrive at the domiciles of various sorority girls and engage in fornication. For this, (laughs) I apologize. I will continue to be a fan of pizza, but less so of open pornography.
0: Uh, He described what he did as a moment of, quote, madness. He claimed There's that he... two st- moments of madness. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That, well, listen to what he said. He stumbled into the porn site while searching for a tractor website... You
3: I'm getting a boner.
0: ...that had a similar name, and then watched the site for a bit. Mm-hmm. He told the BBC, my biggest crime is that on another occasion, I went in a second time. And that <laughs> <Yeah>. was deliberate. <laughs> At least he admitted it. Yeah. However, Parrish insisted that he wasn't trying to intimidate female members of the House of Commons. saying, no. uh the one thing I wasn't doing... And which I will take to my grave is being as being true, is I was not actually make or as I was not actually making sure people could see it. In fact, I was trying to do quite the opposite. So I wanted everyone to see it. He uh, he's saying that he did go. Look for look for it on purpose, but he did not mean for anyone else to see his (laughs) pornography, and I believe the guy. Sure, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, let us take a break. Come back in a second, and uh, we'll see what else we can get into. Stay with us; we won't be gone long.
6: Q is almost here. Featuring Disturbed, the pretty reckless,
9: living color, and
0: maybe you. Oh, that's right. This year, we debut the Preston and Steve Side Stage. Live band karaoke with sidearm. Plus, our friends Froggy are going to be playing live. And it's the return of the Jackie Bam Bam party deck.
6: Want to sing on the Preston and Steve Stage? Get audition songs and details at WMMR.com. Then submit your video on social media using hashtag MMRBQ. Also, we're excited to announce our limited-time 420 ticket offer. Four lawn tickets at 20 bucks each. MMRBQ 2022 May 21st at Waterfront Music Pavilion.
1: Presented by NJM Insurance Group. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. And sponsored by Pro Team Collision.
6: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer.
5: Typical kitchen and bath dealers can make you... Uh,
2: On the eastbound side, everything has reopened there as well. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Get two large avocados for $4 through May 3rd, plus an extra 10% off for Prime members while supplies last. Learn more on the Whole Foods Market app. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR.
0: That was terrible. That was terrible. Get get out of here. You're done. (laughs) I I don't want you... Come back tomorrow when yeah. you can are do serious? traffic okay, properly. Nick, you're oh. doing traffic the rest All right, of the show. You know, oh,
2: my God. Get All out right. of
0: here. I'll try. All right, guys. Do, do, do us a favor. Bring your A game
3: tomorrow. Yeah, please. Uh,
2: listen up. No. I'm going to go. I need I'm you to gonna... stop
3: talking <laughs> and listen to All me. All right, fine. Kathy's got to go. go, go. Rest. Gotta... I'll
2: go rest, and then I'll, yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do better tomorrow. Okay, please. Right. Christ, okay, get okay,
3: your go. head in the gears. Here we are
0: Completely Infallible. Right? It's embarrassing. <laughs> She's got an appointment. She's got to go. No,
2: All don't right. leave it at that.
7: Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we should have just I left everybody leave
3: guessing.
2: And I'm Damn it. Come back tomorrow with my yeah. a game. Well, well,
0: you're gonna get right. tons of. Like, <laughs> oh, they really tore you up. On yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Nick, who will be doing traffic in a moment for the rest of the show, maybe the rest of the week. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully.
4: Uh, you had a, you had a rude
0: awakening the other night, didn't you?
4: Yeah, I, I think maybe we've uh, talked about this in the past, but. Um, long story short there's a female fox in the neighborhood right and so uh our our neighbors have chickens and you know we talked about wait you know, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah we've talked about uh, you know uh, keeping chickens as pets and, and yeah. they're, they're great with pests or whatever so this is uh, I guess last week uh, you know this six seven o'clock at night um the neighbors came out and knocked on our door and and asked if we had heard or seen the fox because they were nervous that the fox might be trying to get into the chicken coop the old thing. And uh, we said no. My, my girlfriend was with me and, and uh, my son. We hadn't heard anything. And then so I go to bed, 11, at night. Uh, I'm going to do my best impression of what oh, a female no. fox sounds like, all oh, right? No. Okay. So, um, and but, Steve, I think you have a sound clip that uh, kind of sounds like yeah. this. And and Casey, I know you've heard it as well, but you, this is right outside the bedroom window, yeah. all right? And it goes... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and... I'm not exaggerating. It sounds like a woman being murdered. Uh, it's a awful.
0: I've heard that. I've not heard that in in person, but I've heard your description. It's of. It
4: sounds like a woman being killed. It's terrifying. Like or it's screaming out of fear. Mm-hmm. I, I shot out of bed uh, because of the. It was a high pitched scream, and then threw up the sash. <laughs> <laughs> I I I figured out what it was because I I remember hearing yeah. about it in the past, or or maybe even hearing it in the neighborhood. Um, and then I, I, I Steve, I did throw up the sash. I threw up the blinds. I looked right outside the bedroom window, and there was a beautiful female fox right below the window, right? Wow. And so uh, I knew what it was. And so I, I opened the window, and I, get out of here. And she looks up at me, and she just trots off. Yeah, she yeah, didn't wow. care about me at all. But it's it's a... Suck It, <laughs> it is a terrifying,
0: jarring noise. Well, I've had the same... We have an actual clip. You want to hear that? Yes. All right. So this. Here we go. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that was oh, That's, that's, Liam, the, Neeson. that's <laughs> Liam Neeson growling. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so this. This is what. Uh, that's, this, so, that's a. That's a. That's uh, a. A fox suitor. <laughs> this is an actual.
7: <laughs>
5: hey, oh, Come here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a. Uh, here's audio. Yeah. That's the one. Oh. So he says this is one hell of a backyard. This isn't my backyard. It's Oh, this is, a, this is. This is at your house. That's yeah, you talking. I, I posted a video not too long oh. ago of this exact same thing because I had had. Similar experience. Mine wasn't at night. It was in the middle of the afternoon. And I so Neeson, I just <laughs> moved into Delco.
7: <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: <laughs> was something outside my house.
0: Let me play this again.
5: Here we go. <whistles> That's it. the one. So he says this is one hell of a backyard. This isn't my backyard. These are just woods. Wow. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. So that's a Vixen uh, call? Okay, so she, it's a female. So, oh, oh female looking yeah. to mate. So vixen. what I was doing was uh, I was live, um, Instagram living yeah. my experience because I had heard it and I was like, oh, let me go see what's going on. Yeah. Um. And uh, and so that's what somebody had messaged and said that that's a Vixen call. So you were reading yeah. that. I was, yeah, so the, the I was reading. 80s band. <laughs> so I was reading the uh, the the comments. So that's, I didn't know what it was at first, but then sure enough, during that whole experience, I saw what looked like. Two foxes stuck together no. uh, oh. because yeah. the vixen was making the call. The dude showed up. He's like, well, don't mind if I do, yeah. you know, and so they started doing it. And then she started like kind of running off and he was uh, they were stuck together. So they, before
3: we do, oh, so do they have the, yeah. the the hook and the, the penis? Same, it seems like to be the thing. Yeah. OK. And the hook
7: and the penis <laughs> and the
0: silver spoons. <laughs> Cat Stevens. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Harry yeah. Yeah. Or no, no, Harry no.
7: I'm sorry. Oh,
0: my, oh God. my God. The
1: hook and the yeah. penis yeah. And, and the, the penis. penis and the silver spoons. <laughs> Little boy blue
3: and the wolf and the... Um, <laughs> uh, Case, the same thing and Nick, the same thing happened to me. when Before we finished and redid our, yeah. our yard, we had sorry. these large um, plants that sort of had these long leaves. Anyway, they were very um, lush, and so I hear this screaming and I'm like, Jesus Christ and I, I went out probably about 9 30, 10 o'clock at night and I'm like I was convinced someone was being attacked
7: yeah wow, and right? so uh,
3: and, I, and I went out to that and I'm like I'm going I'm walking over to the bush expecting to see a woman who's just been yeah, yeah. on my property it's I'm terrifying. like good Lord and uh, and I, I heard a, a rustle and then it stopped. Right. And, I, and at that point i figured okay this has to be some sort of animal i
4: mean they really are beautiful animals right and and i guess maybe they're huh. mildly dangerous or whatever if you, if you have a small pet chicken if you're a chicken, if, you're a yeah, chicken yeah. if you have a pet you know a kitties or or right. uh, a puppy or whatever but like they they're just gorgeous uh, but to get that noise out of an animal that's a uh, you know that relatively small it's Kind of jarring. It's too bad that they are, that they're not
0: domesticatable. Yeah. Because they're really they're not, beautiful animals. Not even a little bit? I, I, I wouldn't think I, so. I, I think Do you know anybody that's in I
3: know some people have, you know, raccoons. I think it, there's something, I think, w- a switch within them that makes, they would probably recommend against it because yeah. it's
4: just not, you know, oh, yeah. there's a, there's a, a, a wise idea. There's an Instagram account of a pet, of like a famous pet fox. Let me okay. see if I can find While it. While
0: you're looking that up, let me go to some calls. I have Shane who's calling in. Shane, good morning.
8: Hey, good morning, Presbo. Hey,
0: what's um, up, buddy? <laughs> all
8: right, so I live in Eagleville now, but I originally came from South Jersey and I, and I live near like a small patch of woods. And one night I'm in bed and I heard this same exact thing and I thought... An animal was being eaten alive, mm. or, or I had thought the Jersey Devil followed me here, right? <laughs> you know, but I had described that sound to a neighbor, and he's like, "Ah, it's just a fox." Okay. Shane,
3: okay. I heard, and I don't know if you had heard this as well that that um, the coyotes, and we have coyote, we have coyotes in the area as well, Thanks, Shane, and that the they that they make a similar sound. Oh yeah, Th- that I, I don't know if a uh, female coyote is called a vixen as well. Much. I'll the police get
0: calls all the time. They oh, think yeah. somebody's it, being murdered. If you were to hear that, is yeah, that what you would think? Exactly. Uh, number one, I would be scared. I, w- I would be, it, it sounds like a like a banshee, like yeah. a ghost or yeah. you know, some kind of demon or something like that. But then uh, senses would come to me and go, wait, maybe
4: somebody's a... Uh, Maybe somebody's getting killed. Uh, It's probably Godzilla. Uh, Nick, you're looking at videos of uh, pet foxes. So this is Juniper Fox, and for whatever reason, Juniper Fox became relatively famous on Instagram. Juniper Juniper Fox has three million followers, (laughs) uh, and it's a pet fox. And I guess look out, Hope Solo's butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's a domesticated fox, and there are multiple animals living under the same roof. Okay, so I, 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 I there'd be an issue, you know? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but uh, I guess Steve, maybe if you get them as, and I think. As Hobbies. kits, yeah, kits, yeah. yeah. I think if you get them as a kit that you can uh, you can domesticate. So them. you build your own coyote.
0: Yeah, no, not that kind of kit, oh, like, like a so,
4: the, the name of, uh, of Mecha a mecca coyote.
0: A baby <laughs> fox <as> a kit. <laughs> I will go to Curtis. Hey, Kurt. Hey,
8: good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It. What's up, man? Hey, I, I like the last guy. I got a small patch of woods next to my house. And the first time I heard that, I swear to God, I thought a baby was being eaten in my side yard. You know?
7: Sure, yeah.
8: I mean, the screaming, I mean, I jumped out of the bed like I had springs in my butt. Yeah. But uh, i learned.
3: Uh, I usually you know, do I sleep, sleep as my <laughs> What I do, <laughs>
8: I'm Sorry, I, uh, I'm trying to keep it clean. No, it's so okay.
3: I, so what did you see?
8: I, I keep bottle rockets. I just shoot a bottle rocket or two at them, and boom, they go away. It makes them stop. So it
0: happens enough to where you keep bottle rockets at the ready?
8: Yeah. I keep a little, some bottle rockets in the nightstand and the lighter right there, and uh, yeah. I keep them, too.
3: They're they're post-sex bottle rockets. (laughs) Would you like to set up a little
8: little
0: (laughs) pyrotechnic? (laughs)
5: <laughs> well, I don't know what the gestation period Wait, I'm is. Wait, i to shoot. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. <laughs> Thanks, Curtis. I, I appreciate yeah, it.
5: I don't know what the gestation period is, but I uh, saw baby foxes uh, in and around my neighborhood just uh, less than a week ago. So okay. I wonder if when this was going on, you know, you, I yeah. wonder if like that. that could have been the mommy and the daddy. Result.
3: Success, yeah. Uh, and the hook and the penis. Maybe. And the silver spoon. <laughs> yeah. Little
1: boy, blue yeah. yeah. and the man. the cats in the mm. and the zoo.
0: Uh let me go to Brian. Hey Brian, good morning.
8: Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, Brian? Hey. So, uh I just wanted to touch on this whole domesticated foxes thing. Hmm? What do you guys think about domesticated skunks?
3: We know, I know there was I think there's a listener of the show that actually yeah. has a domesticated yeah, skunk.
0: We used to have uh family friends that had a, a skunk. They had they had removed its, you know, that that oh, uh, yeah, sack.
8: Yeah. Yeah, so I uh I worked at a pet store years ago and I was like 19. And um, for whatever reason, this thing we couldn't sell it to a state of Delaware resident. I live in Delaware, but man, this thing—it was the nicest little creature ever. Aww. You know, I—I I mean, frankly, I'd use it to get out of work, and I'd go pick the little guy up and walk <laughs> it around the stores. You know, everyone. <laughs> I—I I think there,
3: in some some cases, um, Brian. Like again, people have had raccoons and and um, and I guess clearly uh, coyotes and things like that. I—I I think you're. I think you're in a, a potentially precarious situation when you try to do that. You know, yeah, I don't, there's I don't know.
8: permitting there. I know depending on the state, you have to get the proper permits and, you know, probably special Sean? Yeah, yeah, I'm I a
0: professional know. skunker. Well, we had uh, like a, the, the the family friends that that had a skunk. They were uh, they worked in the rodeo industry. There you go. They had all kinds of animals. Oh. So, was, so were they oh, bucking wow. skunks? Nope, they weren't. But they <laughs> but they used it. Thank you for the call. By the way, they used it as a gimmick in the act. Uh-huh. Uh, so the skunk would come out. <laughs> Laredo
3: on the bucking skunk. <laughs> uh,
0: no, they would they would bring out the skunk as as a, you know because uh, the the father was a rodeo clown. And, oh, and, uh, okay, and that's so cool. they would do all kinds of uh, oh. It, it wasn't just riding. They put on a show. They were a family that put on a show. That, you it's know, cool. She jumped through a hoop of fire on a bull and did all kinds of was stuff. Was the around. skunk trained at all to do the tail raise and all that? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, I was That's a little kid cool. at the time, but I think they did have it uh, trained to do all that stuff. Let me go to Lenny. Hey, Lenny, good
8: morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Hey. I just had to contribute to this. I live in the Poconos, and I'm from South Jersey, and I hear this scream. It's way worse than what you guys had on tape, Okay, and and I've been told it's a coyote, and I never saw, I never believed it, because I didn't see one, even though I'm in a heavily wooded area. About a week ago, I heard the scream, and I'm cleaning up my yard, and there is a disassembled deer (sighs) in the lot next to me. Wow. Legs, hooves, skull, chest, so... And not answer yourself. You say if you if you see fox, it's, it's reasonable to think that you ha- you could possibly have coyote in the same area. Well, you know it's but,
3: it's funny. That, so Lenny, you bring that up because I've I've actually seen more um, coyote uh, more coyotes in my area than I've I saw maybe one fox. So that night that I heard that scream, because listening to the audio here, it's very similar, but. What I heard that night was in very loud and, and sustained. Do you think that's a coyote
8: that I heard? I, I think so. I, I mean, these things wake me up from a dead sleep. Mm. You'll, you'd really think someone's being murdered in your yard.
3: Wow. Yeah, that, that's exactly then, the impression I got.
8: Then when you see the disassembled deer, you're like, What? Cool. Yeah. yeah I cool.
4: Yard. Yeah, I mean, a, a fox can't take down a deer, right? Like that's that's too no, big. I don't think so, man. Okay. They can, can take scavenge. Out. They can yeah.
0: scavenge on one for yeah. sure. You what know. are you doing tonight? Uh, thanks, Lenny. <laughs> Appreciate it. Nice to uh, never heard fox or coyote, but uh, in Yellowstone. Camping there, uh, hearing packs of wolves at night—that's going to be amazing, wild. And I mean, it's these—it sounds like a recording of ooh, you know, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And when I remember when hearing them, I could hear on one end a pack over here, and then answers from another one way over this way. That's That's how they coordinate. Yeah, they were they were making this. I'm like, I was. A little scared, yeah. but I was a bit of scared. <laughs> but for the most part, I was fascinated by
4: it. You can go on wolf tours now in Yellowstone, and like and and hopefully see them when you go out. And uh, I've never seen a wolf in the wild. I've never seen a wolf in Yellowstone, but I love to go and do that sometime. They're
3: they're magnificent. I mean, they're yeah. they're um, just gorgeous animals. Uh, during a couple of times during everything getting locked down, I wanted to take uh, Claire and go. To one of the areas around here, and right. they're always shut down. Um, I should revisit it and see if I can get well, in there.
4: Somebody texted in, Steve, that that uh, there's that one in Lititz, PA, the Wolf Sanctuary. I heard that it shut down during the pandemic too, but I don't know its current status. So I, we- I keep I, it keep getting shut down. And I, I want to go. I mean, they're just beautiful.
3: There's there's one that actually has sort of a hybrid. It is a it is. Um, um I like a canine wolf or something. I don't know what it, I, I assume they're all in the same family, but um but I I want to see a real uh, you know, a gray or timber wolf or you know, the real wolf wolf. And by the way, there's a text here that
0: says, How about a monkey riding a skunk? <laughs> I had I'm a dream that. as a little boy. <laughs> I had a dream when I was a little boy. Oh my god. That I don't know monkey. We have not heard that we audio in ages. Great. If you could find that, Casey, I would love to go back to that. Whiplash. Um, by the way, here's a text that says, Cop here, my town is overrun with foxes. Thought some lady was getting murdered plenty of times oh. when it turned out to be a fox.
3: Imagine you, yeah, imagine you're that. You're, you're a police officer, yeah. and you're, you're getting calls
0: for this all the time. Yeah, or you hear it yourself, yeah. and you go running through the woods. All right, you ready? Yeah. It's been a while since we've heard this. <laughs> and in 1964, <laughs> somebody yeah, he yeah. it, right, yeah. And in
8: 1962, a little boy was born, and his dream and his goal... Was to own a monkey. <laughs> this is my dream. I purposely kept the bar low. <laughs> his dream and his goal... Was to eat a sandwich. Was to own a monkey. And in 1962, a little boy was born and his dream and his goal was to own a monkey. <laughs> this is my dream. This is like all these players yeah. on the field. All these players. It's their dream to play baseball. And it's the love. You know, for me to do what I do going down the road.
3: Oh, no. This is the patriotic music. Yeah, it is. By the end of the decade, I want a monkey on the moon.
7: (laughs) (laughs) A monkey on the moon.
0: Well, we got to have a dream and a goal.
3: Everyone loves simians. I starred in a movie
1: with one.
0: (laughs) Is that Bonzo? Yeah. Yeah. You went to college. Ooh. All right, uh, <laughs> let me see here. I will go to. Hang on, Rich has pointing out uh, something about being able to dem- domesticate uh, foxes. Hey, Rich. Good morning.
8: Hey, Gadsis guys.
0: guys. Gadsis, buddy, what's up?
8: <laughs> hey, so uh, there used to be this aquarium pet store called Martin's Aquarium in Shaker Town. Okay. And they had all, they had all kinds of exotic pets, and my mom would take us there instead of taking us to the zoo because it was cheaper. <laughs> 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 so I clearly remember one time going in there, and they had foxes. In a pen for sale and begging my mom for one and her saying no, of course. And uh, they were $250 and they were baby red fox.
0: Whoa. Oh. What, what era? How, how long ago was this? So This is Jenkintown uh, in the 80s when in you
3: the know, 80s. things were a lot different. So around yeah. the time of Kajigugu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah around that yeah. time. Yeah. Foxes, so was it
5: your dream Kajigugu. back in 1982 to one day own a fox?
8: <laughs> it was. Or a raccoon. And okay. <laughs> right. both, both were denied over and over again by my mom. <laughs> right.
5: I right. have,
8: to have today, day, but my wife, I denied it. When everyone will own a fox.
3: <laughs> um, the, the, of course, the, the big issue is that Thanks, the animals are like mistreated. They have very specific diets and stuff like that. Or they're I,
0: just, they just don't thrive like dogs do in, in uh, a home. Preston, when you I know?
3: was a kid, there was <clears throat> a Woolworths that had a pet section, and there was a chimp, a what? chimpanzee. What? I swear. And I'm like... As a kid, you thought, "Oh, I don't know. I guess this is the. I guess this is how Woolworths became so famous. Yeah, a chimpanzee. They're your number that's... one stop for a chimp store. That's crazy. Now it seemed like it was for sale. I don't know if the guy owned it, but it, I'd, be, I'd love to go see. Yeah, it was my dream <laughs> to go to Woolworths, to Woolworths and see a chimp <laughs> buying a chimpanzee.
0: Wow, yeah. that's
3: crazy. Where was that in New York? That was in New York. That was
0: on Long Island. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Let me, hang on, uh, get a call from Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning.
10: Hey, good morning.
0: Hey, what's
4: up, Kate?
10: So, um, first of all, I want
4: to say that Nick's scream, his fox scream is spot on. Oh, okay. Very Casey. It's my one impression. Very impressive. (laughs) I wouldn't say your one impression. (laughs) Yeah, bat and Yep. Yeah.
10: So, we were woken up, my husband and I, about midnight last week um by that same exact scream, nick scream um and we have three little girls so we were all you know we're laying there going who is it which one is it is it this one is it that one who's screaming yeah because we would never would have thought it was a mm. fox it sounded exactly like the girls Jeez. yelling. so i look out my window eventually we decided it's not coming from in the house and there is a little fox on my neighbor's driveway and there's a black cat just sitting at the bottom of the driveway, and Little Fox is slowly circling Black Cat. Mm. And eventually, Little Fox tries to make a jump at Black Cat, but Black Cat was far superior than Little Fox and started attacking it wow. back. And there was a scuffle. But meanwhile, there was a big fox across the street kind of watching it. So I, we assumed that this was Mommy Fox, Right. Watching the situation, um, so I think that idea of like the fox is just you know being born recently in their gestation. It's probably spot on.
3: Okay, like a shorter amount of time where they're where they're there, and so so being so that's one of the considerations we have. We have, we have these you know many cats. We had all all the time that we've had so many cats. We had one time this current time where a vet told us psychologically our one cat needed to be outside. Yeah. So uh, and I was like, man to let her go outside so i have this fence pressed in that sh- that our cat mia can go through like terminator 2 like like uh, when uh, arnold goes to the bar or the t1000 mm-hmm. can go through the bars but it would it would easily keep out a coyote or or a fox okay. so she can go through it but i'm like and she stays within the
0: property which makes me think she's aware that there's stuff out there that could right. that could get her but that right. was a big fear of mine we got to have I, i've seen them around our house i've just never heard them never heard them scream
3: you have all uh, sort you're, you're actually yeah, you yeah. actually live in the most rural of
5: uh, of you guys you're, you're, of you're, all you're, you guys your backyard is like oh uh, my backyard is all woods oh is it yeah, yeah 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 a huge patch of woods behind my house
0: yeah mine's uh, woods and farmland so there's lots of creatures roaming around but i've never hear uh the foxes i definitely see them from time to time hold on want to go I'm, I'm not familiar with this i am going to go to dave hi dave good morning Hey,
8: sorry to bother you guys at work.
0: Ah, we'll let it slide. What's up, Dave? (laughs) Dave! (laughs)
8: uh, There's an animal that uh, frequents upstate PA. It's called a fisher.
4: A fisher. Oh, yeah. It's like a weasel, right?
8: Yeah, it's in the weasel family. They're pretty large, about the size of a fox. Um, The noise these things make are Uh, blood-curdling. It sounds like a baby is getting murdered.
0: Wow. Looking at a picture of it. it, almost looks a little like a wolverine.
8: I was yeah. thinking the yeah. exact same yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, but hmm. I'm sure you could find uh, the sounds on YouTube or something, but you have to give that a listen, to. I heard it one time while I was hunting upstate, and I was like, what the hell is this?
0: Did it scare you?
8: Yeah, it did. And I, I've been a hunter for all my life, you know, for well over 30 years, and I didn't know what the hell this was at first. Uh, the Game Commission actually introduced them, Back into the wild because they're pretty endangered in Pennsylvania. Probably a good 10, 15 years ago. Okay. I mean, don't quote me on the exact number, but so uh, And their their population has grown quite a bit. Well, that's and, Dave, good,
4: Dave. How did you find out that that's what it was? That it was a fisher making that noise.
8: I'm uh, a well, i a oh. fisher. I I knew about the game commission uh, trying to reestablish the population, and uh, I actually I went on YouTube and YouTube and found it. And I was like, "Yeah, that's what
3: I heard." Okay. Did okay. you see? Did you guys see the footage? Thanks, out of um, Yellowstone, I think it was Yellowstone, where a father and a daughter—apparently, uh, one, one of the rarest yeah. things to see—is, in fact, oh, yeah. a wolverine. That's right. And and, and right, yeah, and it was just like playing right, on the street, playing on the street, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh my
4: god!" Yeah, you, it you never cool. see those. Yeah.
0: Um, by the way, where was it? There was a text I was going to read. Oh, yeah. Casey, Google says a red fox gestation is somewhere between 50 and 60 days.
5: Yeah. So I just saw that. And so, yeah, maybe. Might have made sense. Maybe I watched a fox
0: being made. I like this. Uh, I'm going to go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning.
8: Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah,
0: bud. What's up, man?
8: So uh, we moved to Peace Valley Park when my sister and I were like 10 and 8, I guess. And we heard this ridiculous noise. We thought somebody was in distress back in the park. Mm-hmm. And my dad told us that it was a screecher creature. It was a wild turkey and a peacock.
0: <laughs> a wild turkey and a peacock mixed together?
8: Yep, that's what he said. A screecher thought... creature?
0: <laughs> okay. And did it turn out it was actually a fox? or yep. a okay. fox all along. And And your dad was just making it up to mess with you?
3: Yep. But yeah. you know this by creature, the way creature. you know that's how things like the Jersey Devil and yeah. other you know get get born. Yeah, totally. You know, uh, uh I believe
7: that.
0: You hear I, it? Sure it sure not, think, Chris. Mm-hmm. I Appreciate still
3: it. wouldn't go in there because of this screecher creature,
4: creature. Wow. Okay. Well, oh. they uh,
0: apparently they're. Uh, did you just hear it the one time, Nick, or has it been well, a few I,
4: times? We only heard it the once, but uh, apparently a few other people in the neighborhood heard it more than once. But I have not heard it since then. So uh, yeah, it was it was one night uh, a few maybe a week or so ago, and uh, it is a jarring noise. So, Preston, if you ever do hear it in your neighborhood, there's there's no mistaking what it is. Yeah. yeah, I've I've had neighbors tell me they hear them. And just- <laughs>
0: Not around me, but they said, "Yeah, you'll when you hear it, you'll know it." Yeah. yeah.
5: The other thing that I read is that um, the uh, the pups or what do they call them kits kits are usually born between March and April. So uh, okay. yeah, so you'll right. usually I guess hear that scream well, earlier in the year. It starts with the gender reveal party. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all all right,
7: let me see if
0: I get this stupid thing to work. <laughs> Just don't use Tannerite yeah, yeah, or anything yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. You know, they start fires <laughs> and all that stuff. Wow! Yeah, so I will. uh, I'll keep an ear out. Like I said, I'll I'll see them from time to time. But um, is there a call? I need you to stop talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I do need to go to this call real quick, and it is uh, Lisa that we're going to go to. Hi there, Lisa. Hello. Hi, Lisa. You're calling us for a specific reason. I am. Why? I just want five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks, and she is our. Concert cash winner. How about that? Where are you yeah. from? Where are you from, uh, Lisa? Uh, Quaker Town. From town. Where? where was it? Box Co. Oh, Quaker, Quaker, oh, Quaker Town. Quaker Town. Quaker Town. Quaker town. Quaker town. In here. All right. Nice, Lisa. Well, we are very happy to give you not only 500 bucks, we're going to give you MMRBQ tickets. Have you been to that show before? No, I have not. Oh, a virgin. I love it. Well, Lisa, bring a friend and get yourself prepared for a good time. And we are just happy that you listen to the radio station and the show. And we would love to award you $500 for that. Thank you so much. It is uh-huh. our pleasure. Nice to Yay! have you on, Lisa. Congratulations. We'll see you at the MMRBQ. The next opportunity to win that concert cash is coming up about an hour and five minutes from right now. So let's take a break. i we'll return with more on The Preston and the Steve Show. Stay with us. 93.3
6: WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society bike a Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer.
5: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 12th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in
1: memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them each and every mile.
5: All Team WMMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt Courtesy of Wilson's Secret Sauce in Upper Darby. The ACS
6: Bikeathon, Another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first.
4: With Home Value. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, that's how you do
0: traffic. Right. Thank, you, <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, real quick, I got an email I want to pass this along. It says, uh, hey, guys, they're, they're looking for a shout-out. It says, um, uh, my name is Ellie Smith, and I would like to give a huge shout-out to my twin brother, Billy, and his wife, Nicole, on Monday, May 2nd. They will be groundbreaking on their new home in Carneys Point, New Jersey, with Habitat for Humanity of Salem County. Wow. Listen to this. Their house and uh, another house uh, will be built on the land that was donated by Bruce Willis. Uh, A time capsule will also be buried in the land that he donated. I was thinking about Bruce again the other day and just how bad I feel for that guy and uh, what he's going through. Um, She said, um, uh, Billy and Nicole are both huge fans of the President's Steve show. Uh, They've gone to the camp out for hunger every year the past two years, and he also did a shout-out to me for our birthday when uh, we got our Wonder Twin tattoos. Hey! Uh, They both mean the world to me. Billy is one of the most important people in my life, and I don't know what I would do without him. Uh, When he met Nicole, she was a great addition to our family, and now I can't imagine my life without her, too. And the fact that they now are that... That now they are finally getting a house. I couldn't be happier. No couple deserves this more than they do. So she said, "Thank you, Ellie Smith, Wonder Twin Number two. So a shard out for you guys and congratulations. Uh, another quick one. I'm a little late on this as uh, my incredible husband Jeff is turning forty on April 29th. That would thrill. It would thrill him to get a shard out. Uh, Jeff and I have been together for 19 years, married for almost 13. He's my best friend. He is a loving father to our daughters, and he is a caring ER nurse. And I've been listening to you, Stephen, all versions of your show since the DRE days. And I turned Jeff on to you uh, when you moved to his favorite station and birthday buddy, WMMR. Thanks so much, you rock. And that is from uh, Stacey Zurich. Uh, so here's a chart out. And I'll do one more because it's for today. He says, I'd love to send a birthday wish uh, to my soon-to-be husband, Brian. We met three years ago. And we always joke that he thought that I was a cool girl because I listened to the show. Hey, Uh, Brian listens to the show every day as he works from home. Thanks for making me seem a little cooler in his eyes. His birthday is May 4th, and our big day is June 25th. So I'm a day early on this. Uh, That is from uh, Jenny Wagner in Wilmington, Delaware. So there's a shout out. I forgot, tomorrow's May 4th. Yes, oh, yeah, may yeah, the 4th so. be Was with you. Ann Gorski's birthday? birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, Wait, uh-huh. do we celebrate Ann Gorski's birthday? Tomorrow's a
4: celebration day. It's not actually her birthday, but as far as we're concerned, it's her birthday. Okay. So I, we, we, we yes, we will celebrate.
0: Between that and Bill Weston, talk like Bill Weston, I I've, I've lost track of everything. Too many holidays. Uh, here's a quick butt plug. Uh, this is a wine-tasting fundraiser that's been named Pours for Parker B., Uh, at bin 66 in rehoboth beach delaware all the money raised will go directly to tsc alliance nick you posted this i saw on on our community page the other day Uh, it's saturday may 21st and it is a wine boutique bin 66 is a wine boutique in rehoboth beach and uh parker bb who's who is uh you know the beneficiary was diagnosed with uh, tsc before he was born it's a rare condition in which cells Basically, don't know when to stop growing. Oh yeah, I've heard of this. Cause benign tumors to continually grow throughout as one's vital organs, so right. that's Heart, brain, liver, eyes, etc. Uh, so it's a great event, and uh, it's coming up uh, Saturday, May twenty first. So details uh, on the events page of uh, Preston and Steve dot com. And speaking of that, this Saturday, a yes. butt plug for Steve Morrison, who's going to be hosting the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event for the uh the laurel house and uh he's doing it in my stead i had some plans i couldn't get out of and uh won't be able to make it uh but it's a lot of fun and we need some people to sign up and walk for team WMMR. we know it's kind of uh, sort
3: of last second ish, so if you want to we'd really appreciate it if you wanted to join our team it is a lot of fun they will provide the shoes yep uh you know and so i bring my own flats (laughs) uh <laughs> that yeah. are a little bit more comfortable, but it's just the gesture of going out. It's a lot of fun. There are things that are given away. Yep, you'll learn a little bit about Laurel House Absolutely. and uh, listen. Uh, you know, just this year um, past, a friend of the show, somebody we all know. A uh, a guy, you know, it, it, this is how far the reach of Laurel House is. They helped him. He was having a domestic abuse situation at home, obviously domestic. And so um, he needed help. And Laurel House not only stepped in, but handheld and made sure he got through it in flying colors.
0: Yeah, it's not just physical to viol- violence. No. They, if, yeah. if you're being uh, verbally abused yeah, regularly... Yeah, yeah. Uh, they can help you get out of that situation and move on to something that's a little bit more promising for you. It's what they do. And, they, of course, they have shelters for people who are in really bad condition. And and they are willing and, and able to do all of that for you. And it's a fun event, rain or shine. Uh, we've done it in the rain before. Absolutely. It's fine. You know, bring your umbrellas and so on. So that is this Saturday. That is also at presidentsteve.com on the events page. So please sign up and be a part of that if you can. Uh, I did... Notice a few Uh-oh.
3: Yes. Notice is mm. back, baby. <laughs> and he's noticing <laughs> like a mofo. All right, I and Claim King is close to almost saying Mother I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Really <I> love that.
3: <laughs> Got caught up in the character.
0: <laughs> uh I love this idea. And if this uh and 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 listen, today is Tattoos Tuesday, and it's great, and I, and if um if you're into getting some permanent ink, rock on. I have some myself, uh, but there's a um, a product or a an invention called made to fade tattoos. Made to fade tattoos.
3: Oh, yes, okay. these are not like the uh, the press-ons where you kind of no. and, You know,
0: no. So this is a this is out of this story is out of Los Angeles, and I gotta believe. I need to look on um, how if this is spreading into the uh, the tattoo shop world because honestly, this could. This could expand their business because... Yes, you have another... Uh, so, the the,
3: the quote-unquote permanent tattoo, which now would per, tattoo removal, is still very involved. If you had something that was, you know, kind of cool that you didn't have to plan on having around forever,
7: that'd so, be
0: great. So, there is a... It's called ephemeral tattoo. They use a trademarked ink hmm. that's made to fade in 9 to 15 months. Uh, developed by chemical engineers, the ink is made from medical-grade, biocompatible materials that are broken down naturally... By the body's immune system. So is it is it, uh, is the tattoo applied the same way a regular tattoo would be applied? That's a good question. I believe it is. Nick, if you could, search looks like some, a, yeah, a yeah, it looks bit of like that. a tattoo
3: pen. Yeah, so, so they're
0: using a needle. Yeah, so. so
3: subcutaneously, so to speak, they
0: will put the ink in, and then it just. Dissipates? It, it eventually will fade. Does it come out in your pee-pee or your poop? I don't know about <clears throat> that, but it's, uh, we're looking at pictures of uh tattoo. After five days, it looks fresh and clean. Yeah. And then after six months, it is uh, very, very faded. Wow. And then it's supposed to uh, eventually fade away. So what that would be great for is trying out a design... And de- determining whether you love it enough to make it permanent if you want to. You know and what I, mean? I think Now, would what a, what a tattoo shop, uh, as it stands,
3: you know, I just have the small flyers tattoo on my ankle. But the, the um, would a tattoo shop, if you were to say, can you kind of draw on something and let me see what I think about it for a little bit? And I don't know.
0: That's a good question. You know, I mean, like try it before you buy it. I've seen before that they, uh, uh, some tattoo shops will take a, uh, there's like an ink Right, uh, imprint of it, and put it on your skin first, and then tattoo over that. Right, but I don't know if they would. Um, you remember RC used to take yeah. sharpies and draw on people. Right, right, and, and say you know just do these you know fake one day tattoo thingies. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they would if if requested if you could say hey can you sketch this on me first sure. or something else just so I can see what do, it looks like there. It's a good question. Do I like it here? Uh, this uh, in the uh, no, it says traditional tattoos work like this. Right? Oh. Yeah, that's not helpful. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, I was looking for how the... All right, it says, ephemeral ink is different. What exactly is made is closely guarded secret, um, but it's biodegradable, medical-grade materials naturally break down. Um, oh, it's made with you who? The key is developing <laughs> this technology into tattoo ink that's not only look good, but faded consistently. I don't know. It doesn't say how they go about administering, but it looks like the same way. looks like it's exactly the same way. Uh, and I love... when I, When I meet people who have interesting tattoos... Uh, I was off buying some glasses the other day, and, and the woman that was working there was, uh, who was helping me out, had these really great tattoos on her arm. Yeah, I just sit there and just look at them and, and go. Wow, when it's
3: done that well, look
4: great on me. When you know? It
3: looks great. Our friend, you know, Charmaine, who was, you know, uh, was a suicide girl when we first met her, she
4: and, tattoo girl, right? Yeah,
3: yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to see it done right, and where you're like, wow, look
0: at the look at the work on that, it is it's amazing. But I wonder about, you know, I think I'll sit there and go. I would really like to have that. That would be cool. But would, then I stop and go. Mm, I don't know if I'd want that all the time. Quick mm. question here, though. So, if you would you experience
3: the same level of pain, yeah. discomfort, mm-hmm. probably for, for your let's see what it looks like, then only to go through the same thing again to get it yeah. permanently. And it's
5: not that bad. Not okay. only that, though. It doesn't it really. Isn't. It l- doesn't look good for like an entire year. You know, so like uh, after month one, it looks good. Five months in, starts to look a little crappy. Nine months in, it looks crappy. You know, so you have to you know uh, But they're showing here in the picture case from twelve to fifteen months, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I but for you You're know, gonna have to do a couple a month or two with it looking where really actually bad. looks bad. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, if you're doing it, Steve, for for that reason, just to see if you like it and see yeah. if it looks good, I think you're better off just putting some permanent marker on there first and and doing it that way. Yeah. And no, not, I'm not going through the pain of, of getting the tattoo just to do it all over again. I love this idea. I yeah. think it's great. Especially you- if you did it, like, right at the beginning
0: of, of the spring when, when uh, you know, you're going to have more skin exposure. Okay. And then by the time winter rolls around and it's gone... You know, what do you? What's your status with your tattoos? Are
3: you you, you were getting your hair removal? Yeah, I know you've always, or not always. Obviously, when you got them, you didn't hate them, but but yeah. Um, what are, are you thinking of replacing them out or just eradicating them
0: completely? Uh I like just get rid of them. Yeah, really. But unfortunately, the uh, the one on my ankle has uh, colors that. Can't be removed. Huh. It's like yellows and whites. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't. They they really? can't. Uh, they can't. Uh, yeah, they can't laser those off.
4: I was just uh, scrolling through Instagram yesterday, the day before, and uh, Steve, maybe you've seen this, but it was it was a, a bad Batman tattoo on uh, in between somebody's shoulders on their back. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. But the cover job was unbelievably gorgeous. They, they, it was, really? Yeah, it, it was. It was like an uneven, um, you know, traditional Batman logo. And uh, Connor, if you can find it, it, it's really remarkable the before and the after because uh, it, they ended up doing sort of like a cityscape of Gotham and and then like a Dark Knight uh, version of uh, of Batman, like the Christian Bale version. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was such a cool cover job that I was like, man, if you have a bad tattoo and then you go see the right artist, they can make it look fantastic. They can make, yes. Uh, well, I dig that. Yeah. So
0: uh, this is something I have no idea how widespread this is right now. I just mm. have the story of this one place in, in Los Angeles that's doing it. Uh, but I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, in that industry and if it would be popular or I would imagine the purist look at it and go uh, see it as BS sure. as, as a bunch of crap mm. but I would think that as an artist um, even though it's your artwork uh, as far as a, a bottom line status goes there's a chance to make more money because people yeah. might be coming back for more. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, alright, just notice that and uh, it's only one of the things that I noticed. Oh. Many there are things. more things to be noticed. Mm-hmm. The world's largest blue diamond now has a price tag to match its rarity. The 15.1-carat diamond called the De Beers Cullinan. De Mazel. The hmm. De Beers Cullinan Blue uh, sold for $57.5 million. Seb, does that make it the, the... Wednesday. It is almost the most expensive, I believe. Hmm. Um, the, or no, it says the world's largest blue diamond. Well, hang on a second. The one-of-a-kind diamond has been expected had been expected to sell for about $48 million, and anonymous buyers secured uh, the gem via phone after an eight-minute bidding war among four potential buyers. So it went for $57.5 million. Eight
4: uh, minutes? That's it? That's all they debated over for $57 million? I guess
0: so, yeah. yeah. Uh, the diamond comes from South Africa's uh, Cullinan Mine. Oh, if we cancel Netflix. <laughs> and when it's obtained in 2021, it has since attained all of the highest rankings on which colored diamonds are assessed. The Mm -hmm. Gemecological Institute of America categorized the jewel as, quote, fancy vivid blue, which is the top color grading of its class. So what is the most valuable diamond currently? Is it the
3: Hope Diamond because of the legend? I don't think so. I know that also the Hope Diamond isn't as desirable because, well, first off, it's in the Smithsonian, but second off,
0: it has a famous curse attached. Yes. It must be cursed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, blue diamonds of this importance are exceptionally rare, with only five examples over 10 carats have ever come to auction, none of which have exceeded 15 carats, making the appearance of this flawless gem a landmark event uh, in itself. It's
5: gorgeous. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. Um, if I have $57 million, maybe I think about buying it. Well, you know what? Maybe Singer could give you a discount. I'll ask him. Yeah. So... uh I know this isn't a true story, uh, but I was on the uh, Snow White roller coaster ride uh, last week. Right, and well, that's uh, a true story. It is yeah. a true story. That part is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the part that's not true is what the dwarves do for a living, and they are miners. Right. Yes. Okay. Not one do, over sixteen. Why do they live in such humble conditions when they are just? Because I was, we were going through the mine shaft, and I was like, dude, there's like these beautiful. They should be the living high on the hog, right? They should be. Yeah. I think maybe they're saving up. Uh, or it's slave labor. I don't know what's going on there, but like Well, who are they mining for? Yeah. Are they mining oh, you for don't know? snow white? I don't know. Um
0: I always thought that that those things didn't mean much to them. You yeah. know, that that uh the the They could give a rat's ass. Yeah, they don't <laughs> give a rat's ass. Uh no, that they um the uh, I don't know, they just do it because they love it, yeah. I guess so, and they love,
4: uh, I mean, you know, getting black lung disease, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so grumpy, yeah. I uh,
0: can't breathe,
4: yeah. I one, have of COPD.
0: Them's, one of them is really happy, though, yeah. He's, he's an idiot, yeah. Oh, okay, no, <laughs> no that's, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a whole variety,
5: <laughs> and they, there's a smart you got doc, I mean, yeah. he, he's not an idiot. He went to med yeah. school,
0: yeah. All
3: right, and and went they, to med there's a uh,
5: vegetative. <laughs> Who are are the seven? The Dwarf That Never Moves. Doc, Bashful, Sleepy, Dopey. Recalcitrant. Recalcitrant. uh, Grumpy. um, And Dopey. Magnanimous? Uh, uh, Vixen and... Yeah. Donner. And Bash- Peter North. Bashel? <laughs> Bash- did say Bash- Peter North. He did not say Bashel.
4: I Hab- did say Bashel. Here's Doc, and yeah. Sleepy, and Peter North. Happy Doc, Grumpy, Dopey, Bashful, Sleepy, Sneezy. Sneezy. I forgot about Sneezy. Okay. Uh, Steve, to answer your question, <laughs> the world's most valuable diamonds, according to a quick Google search, the Cullinan diamond, which is the one the Preston's referencing, could be worth up to $400 million, and it just sold for fifty the yeah, and then the hope diamond is uh, apparently worth 350 million uh then uh, the de Beers centenary diamond that's worth 100 million and then there's one called the Steinmetz pink diamond and that's 25 mil mm,
3: a lot of these uh the, this jewelry this highly um coveted jewelry does come a lot of them are are have stories of curses and and right. things you know bad luck that have uh, issues
0: that have befallen people who have Gotten the diamonds or whatever jewel we're talking about. By the way, the, the Oppenheimer blue, which is another blue diamond, sold for just a little bit more uh, in 2016 and went for $57,541 million, a difference of $70,000. Mm. So they're really Jesus. close in uh, their value as far as those staggering numbers are concerned. Wow. All right. Uh, let's see. And that's all we're going to notice on that one. Um, okay. How about this? mindfulness is a Jedi teaching That's right that mm. you can practice with headspace oh which is the app you know that right, you mindful yeah. meditation yep. Star Wars and Headspace have teamed up to create breathing exercises just in time for tomorrow May the 4th uh, the new breathing exercise <laughs> don't you feel better now yeah <laughs> Uh, the new breathing exercises the beach.
7: The sun is setting <laughs> Gently the, you take your lover's hand.
0: The new breathing exercises feature Yoda, uh, BB eight, Chewbacca. And R2D2. Hey, Chewbacca! <laughs> Animations show, show Yoda's eyes opening and closing, uh, Chewbacca's home planet. That would be Kashyyyk. Yeah. And uh, more. And what is Yoda? What, what's he His offering? eyes opening and closing. Oh, that's it? So just kind of his face, I guess. He's that, drunk. That tranquil look about him. Drunk, I am. Schnocker, be?
8: Schnocker. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, yeah. Uh, So the new content will be available tomorrow, May the 4th. So they'll be doing... Ooh, this you could meditate to. This is beautiful. That's one of the...
5: I think one of the... Don't you have lyrics to this, Casey, or are you used to? Oh, it was like, uh, yeah. Two suns. Two suns. That's uh, that's all. It was just two suns. In the sky.
7: (laughs) About tattooing. I better get sunblock.
3: That's such a great... That is the... To be the whole saga... (laughs)
5: And the ruin of are on fire. <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't finish Boba Fett, but uh, did, was there a nice story arc with uh, with Mean Baca? Mean Baca, yeah, um, Mean Baca, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was. Okay, uh, uh, did he
3: come around? Did he become nice Baca? I'm not going to give it away for okay. people but 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 the but the I'll oh. tell you this: um, I thought overall Boba Fett was good.
0: You know, it'd be better. Yeah. Bad Baca. Bad
4: Baca. Yeah. Bad Baca is better than mean Baka. <laughs> I texted Casey when he was at Disney a couple weeks ago. Al Baca. I, no, no, no. I
0: said, I said, his name's Al. This is, you know, Al was,
4: this is a Casey line that legit made me laugh out loud. And I said, because uh, he, was, he was going down there for just a couple of days or whatever, and I said, uh, I hope you get to hug Chewbacca. And his response was, I hope I get to chew Hugbacca. <laughs> I laughed so damn hard That's oh, such a silly Casey
0: line, but man, that was a good cool one. That would be such a great last name, though. If you were to introduce yourself at a sales meeting and say, Hi, I'm Ronald Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here this morning. Or Lubaca.
5: Lubaka, Or Stubaca. yeah.
4: Hey, Lubaca. there's
0: he, Stubaca,
3: Lubaca.
5: I mean, listen, and, and it's a great line in uh, in Endgame where he goes, "That's ah, a made up name," and then Thor goes, "All names are made up," and yeah. so essentially, all of our last names are made up. And, and at a certain point, do you th- I you know I think people will yeah you know, like, I don't like the name Smith anymore. I want the last name Chewbacca. How come I never get my sure. mail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: well,
0: look at look at people. Look at look at the uh, the musicians today. Look yeah. at them with their long They're hair their and smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of weird names. No, oh, they like Lizzo, and, um, you
4: know. MGK. Yeah. yeah, that's not his real name. Oh. There was a guy at the Sixers game last night, sitting courtside uh, at the Miami Heat Sixers game, and you who thought looked, it might have been. No, he looked at, he looked. Nope, oh. <laughs> neither Chewbacca. <laughs> no, he looked very much like Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, uh, but the woman sitting to his immediate right was not Megan Fox in the boots. Uh, Did you see the woman in, in the, the Jessica in the Rabbit dress? I, I saw her, Casey. Apparently, I looked, I looked her up as well. I think she's an opera singer, believe it or not. Oh. Uh, but this guy looked like he wanted to look like Machine Gun Kelly, and he was wow. sitting courtside, and well, I have no idea who he was. Pete Davidson
3: had adopted that look because he's his bestie is Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. So I, I don't know. But a lot of, maybe that's a popular look now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It surpasses the Chewbacca look. Right?
0: <laughs> Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, there was, uh, my, no, no, it was, uh, Mindful, uh, Headspace. Yes. Weird, do you I ever s- use that app? For, not anymore. Yeah. No, I did for a little while. I tried. And I had a hard time, uh, concentrating. Now you do Wordle. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes. Actually, that is very Zen for me. Although sometimes it's very frustrating. Oh yeah.
5: Um. If you want to get frustrated, try, uh, Quirtle and then Octurtle. Uh, or yeah. uh, it would be Octortle, I guess.
0: Which is what, you do eight of them? Eight of them. Okay. Oh, man. All mm-hmm. right, uh, let me see what else I got here da, 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 from the notice or file. All right, so uh, the long arm of the Canadian law uh-huh. could extend way out onto the lunar surface as the government seeks to put Canadian astronauts on notice. Space bounties? If they commit crimes on the moon, huh. they'll still face criminal charges. They you would pre- think that would be like, uh, you know you'd be free of the yeah. laws of Earth. Yep, nope, not in this, according to them. The proposed amendment, and this is, believe it or not, this is something somebody yep. had to think about and go, look. Right. If we really have a situation, and we need we need some kind of a disciplinary action to take. Sure. Did we you kill we, a space we, moose? We have to put this stuff into, uh, into writing. Uh, the proposed amendment to the code that would include crimes committed on the moon can be found deep inside the 443-page Budget Implementation Act. That was tabled Tuesday in the House of Commons. By the way, there's a book called uh, Artemis I read a while back. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, but it does cover uh, that law in, on on the moon. There's a moon base. Yes. And, uh, and uh, enforcing the law. And in fact, it was written by... Uh, the guy who wrote uh, The, the Martian, Martian and also um, yeah. Project Hail Mary. Oh, you were very much into that for a while. Project Hail Mary is a yeah. great book. And so is but it. Artemis, not so much. And The Martian is great, too. Artemis, I, I didn't like as much. It's good. Yeah. They're, they're going to make it into a movie. I think it'll make for a really good movie.
4: Andy Weir. That's Andy it. Weir, that's yeah. it.
0: Great author. Uh, the Criminal Code already accounts for astronauts who may commit crimes during space flight at, to the International Space Station, any such crime committed there is considered to have been committed in Canada. Huh. Uh, but with Canadian, well, if, if you're
3: if you're if you're in a Canadian,
0: um, on a Canadian base or Canadian jurisdiction on the moon, right? But mm-hmm. um, right, yeah. If you're in, if like, I guess that would. Because there there are portions of the ISS that are made by different countries. There's a United States part. There's a Russian part. There's a Chinese part. And We own the moon now because uh, we put a flag <laughs> there. Uh, but um, yeah, so they, they they govern those. I think that's the way it works in yeah. space, uh, Steve. If I understand correctly. So, so like if you if you travel way out into the
3: ocean, yeah. Um, and maritime law, at least the old thing used to be, you know, you can get away with pretty much. You're not. You have to be within a certain distance of a country
0: to be beholden to their laws. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know what? I've never looked up what maritime law actually means. Like, they, 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 a lot of people say, you could just
3: go
4: out and kill people. No, you know, yeah. there's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be held accountable, right? It's by the, someone. It's the jurisdiction that comes into play. So, like, uh, Steve, I, I actually studied this a little bit yeah. in college, and I'm sure that it's changed in the, in the 20 years since I graduated, but like, uh, for some laws, it's within three miles of right. the land. For for other laws, believe it or not, it's 300 miles. Sure. Uh,
5: and I don't know what the difference is.
4: So right. uh, I'm not 100% sure on the um, on the details. 297 so, miles.
5: Yes. Our, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Our old intern, Jake Matera, he's you know, stand-up comedian. Yes. And he has this bit, and I you know I never looked up to see if it was just a bit or if it was true, but the way he presented it sounded true to me. But he said that there is one place in the United States where essentially oh, yes. you can get away with murder it's where a couple of different uh,
3: converging yes like I counties presume. or whatever because
5: right. you know so it's it's essentially a county that has zero living inhabitants right and so since you are going to be tried by a jury of your oh. peers and there are zero people in that county. If you murder somebody there, you won't have a trial in that county, blah, blah, blah. blah. I want to say
0: it's near Yellowstone.
5: I think it's you're right, member. I think you're right. Yeah,
0: I think we've talked and about And I think this
3: there's some before. validity to that. I don't know yeah. if you were to, like, you know, blow up a, a, a bus full of people, you know. It's very specific.
0: Get out of here. About what uh, municipality uh, can or can't. Uh, hold you accountable in that particular area. Um it's where the space mounty step. All right, Nick found this is yeah. one yeah, yeah. It's it's called the Zone of Death. Okay. And it's uh is it in Idaho? It's near uh it's right Yellowstone. near Yellowstone.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, yes it, it is in Idaho, yeah.
0: And odd loophole going loophole going back almost hundred and fifty years created the so called uh zone of death over fifty square miles of the iconic Yellowstone National Park. Yeah.
4: I mean, wouldn't federal law supersede any local Idaho laws, though? Yeah, would because it's a, because it's a, a it's a federal it's a it's a national park. Yeah, and you're still murdering someone, so which I, is a federal
3: crime? You still right. murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be held accountable. Yeah, <laughs> no. <No. No>.
7: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> 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 you're both opposing mountains. No, <laughs> it goes into detail here, but it's a little too much, you know jibber-jabber to uh,
5: I'm to dive into. simply a wolverine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was asked to represent my client out of the kindness of my heart. I agreed because he's in the zone of death. I would say
0: he is free of all sorts of criminal prosecution. Hibbett, your honor. And I kneeled to the beaver. <laughs> Nice beaver. By the way, a Canadian crew member who, during a space flight, commits an act or omission outside Canada that is committed in Canada would constitute an indictable offense, is deemed to have committed that act or omission in Canada. I don't know what that means, but that's what it says. So essentially, they're, they're placing some rules for Canadian astronauts. And if you commit a crime... Yeah, eventually you'll have to have courts on yeah. the moon. Yeah, I would think so. Yep. All right, uh, here's something else I noticed. Uh, there's a new survey of uh, U- United Kingdom adults, and out of the 2,250 adults surveyed, 40% of the single men, almost a full half, said that they sleep in filthy bed sheets for up to four months <laughs> at a right. time. Thank God Kathy's not here. I know. I should have saved it for her being yeah. here, but we know what reaction we would get from her. Ew, gross. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, the recommended duration between clean sets of sheets from health experts is one week. Anybody do that mm-hmm. one week? No. Well, uh, two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I'm so. Afraid. So we
3: we the the sheets. It's funny because I sleep on top of the bed. The sheets are never. I never use the sheets under the the bedspread. You know. Mm-hmm. So so. Uh, but they get swapped out every two weeks, regardless. And what I do is I
4: sleep on top, and I use like a blanket. The sign for us, Steve, because I'm in charge of most of the laundry in the house, is uh, a amount of cat hair in one particular area on the <laughs> sheets, and then it's like, you know what? Uh, yeah, we can build a cat here. It's time to wash the sheets. Yeah. I, Rochelle and I sleep in separate rooms, so I
0: wash my sheets uh, whenever Rochelle says it's time to wash your That's sheets. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and she, my, Claire
3: has she's upstairs in the other uh, in the master master bedroom. I'm down on my in the bathroom, uh, and she's got a California King that she sleeps on.
0: Mm. So those uh, sheets are uh, they are a little bit more problematic when you're cleaning. Uh, by the way, 12% of those men said that they would wash them, quote, when they remember. Yeah. As for everyone else, <laughs> 62% of single women said they wash their sheets every two weeks. Yeah. And the majority of couples said uh, three weeks. All right, when
3: you were them. a bachelor, how often did you swap them out? Never. Yeah, and then you did Never. That. Mm-hmm. What if a mm-hmm. lady was coming over? Never. Then you'd clean it, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? A lot of times it
4: would look like the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> we're going to do it in the bed? That's where I sleep for crying I see. Out. That's a good point. Man, I woke from up so somewhere Get
3: into the bathroom, bitch.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about washing them this morning because I woke up just like in a puddle of sweat. It was gross. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing last night, but I, I, I was
0: fighting somebody in my dreams. Um, a survey from 2018, for example, I <laughs> uh, found single American men waited 45 days before washing their sheets. Uh. Uh, one from 2017 found single men only wash their sheets. Uh, only four times a year and rarely change the pillowcases. Yeah, well, that would be every three months, right? Yeah, yeah, four times a year. That sounds about me. That's not, not that bad, yeah. especially now, Nick. If, if if
3: you're someone who who does sleep and perspire a great deal at night, you probably want to do it more often. I I don't.
4: Yeah, uh, it was just it, it was last night. It's not normal, yeah. and, and I sleep in a separate bed during the week as well. Um, but it would like there was. I mean, the pillow was like damp when I got up this morning. It, it, I was uh, grossed out by myself. Did you make a Uh No, it was just, oh. just sweat. But it was one of those things where, like, you wake up and you're, you're, then you're immediately cold. and oh. Whole body's drenched and sweat. Yeah, it's good times. All right, uh, one more noticer thing. One more
3: noticer item. This, this is
0: this is actually not an this is not an article or it's anything. Not an article. Uh, I don't know why I, I was. Maybe I read something I caught your a, eye that made me think of this. I'm an eye catcher. I'm the eye. He's eye-catcher. an eye catcher. Um. You guys are from, and I hate to end on on a down note, but I want to get this out there. All right, go ahead. You, uh, you've heard of uh, do not resuscitate orders before? Why do people want to do that? Uh, Because they,
3: so I can tell you there was like a a veterinarian application uh, that, you know, like how long do you work on resuscitating someone? Like, in other words, they don't want extraordinary a lot of times if someone's in a bad way and they have a do not resuscitate, it's like, don't bring me back so I can live in a bad state Mm -hmm. anyway. Don't bring, don't, in other words, they want to put the kibosh on, oh, we we brought him back so now he can live as this, whatever it is, this mess that he's, you know, this poor person has become. Most often I've heard it applied to those cases where it's like, if it's my time, let me go, I'm done, as opposed to, work around at work feverishly to bring me back kind of flirts a
0: little bit with assisted suicide though doesn't right. it yeah, yeah. Well, i didn't mean to bring such a, a yeah. heavy subject here but i mean you know if you bring someone back and they're uh, and they're vegetative or whatever, and then you decide, okay, they shouldn't be living this way. Well, then you can't do that. The you first I mean? case
4: listed in this uh, in this wiki article, Preston is uh, Terry Schiavo. and right, that uh, was obviously um, I was
0: around here. And, and and it it was, yeah,
4: it was a weird case, and people were very opinionated about it. But I, I believe she had a. DNR, the DNR, okay. But then some people wanted to fight that because they felt like she deserved to live. Well, right. sometimes
3: with with pets, if you're again, this is my my experience with that, uh, they'll ask how how far do you want us to go? You know, as far as resuscitating, if, if the you know, and, and it's always a question of pain and quality of life and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So
0: yeah, but this is the person themselves going. Yes. Don't do Don't that, do that it. to me. No. And you know what? And it's I can so... see that
3: if, if I was in a horrible way and I life was excruciating and and yeah. you know. And I finally be, uh, I'm free, uh, you know, of, of that pain or whatever. I might just say,
5: let me go. Yeah, and with the Terry Schiavo thing, um, that, because it was such a huge news story at the time, it was uh, her husband who wanted her to not uh, be uh, kept alive right, per her wishes. Right. right. And her parents, I believe, who wanted to. and ah, That's so, right. And as a result, <clears throat> you know, it, it ended that's up right. being this long-ass battle. And my think- wife ended up telling me, she goes, do under no circumstances do you ever let me lay in a bed like she did. You right, know, I do right. not, you know, she wanted me to do what I guess Terry had asked her uh, husband to do, right. which is I, let her, let let her f- pass.
0: Were they in Florida at the time?
5: Yes. No, yeah. No, 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 no. The case was in Florida. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: But I mean, that's that's different. Well, yeah, okay. It's. I guess it's if, if you're sick and you're starting to think about that thing, that's when you might have that. Or mm-hmm. do people have that in general? You I have a
3: I mean? DIY. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is...
0: Uh, if you resuscitate me and install a f- uh, dormer, here's a here's a text that says I'm a police officer and we go to a lot of medical calls. And if we start CPR on someone, and sometimes the family will bring the DNR, and we need to stop. A lot of people don't want uh, a lot of people don't want to suffer through uh, the broken ribs of CPR. As well as being hooked up to feeding tubes and breathing tubes and so on. And that's a consideration. Yep. Uh, Hang on. I want to go to uh, Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning.
9: Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Katie? Uh, I'm doing well. So I'm a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say everybody needs to talk to their families, even if you're a young, healthy person. Talk to your husbands, talk to your wives, and let them know what you want. Because there are so many times that we see people that... Should not be on ventilators for a long periods of time, and their families are like, No, 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 this is what they want, they'd want to come back, you know. Just have that conversation with your family, it's not, you know, something that needs to be taken lightly, you know.
3: Yeah, and and would you recommend, Katie? and I think this is the case when I've heard it discussed, like again, I hate to keep applying it to animals because humans are different, but uh, but it is the same, it is in, in the way I, I we had kind of have parameters, like you know, if it's if it gets to this point. Yep. Um, um. This is where we we don't. But uh, um. And so, like you're saying, there's,
0: spell out exactly what would um. What would
3: what yeah.
9: you'd want to yeah, go with
0: with that, Katie? How how yeah. detailed can you get in those? Do you know?
9: You can get extremely detailed when you are. You know, you go to an attorney. You do it with your power of attorney. Um, you can say, I want fluids. I want IV antibiotics. I don't want that. I want a feeding tube. I don't want that. You can be as specific as you want, and you can also dictate. Um, You know, say you have a catastrophic stroke where there's no brain activity left. You can say, okay, in that that case, you you can take me off of everything. You can be as specific as you want. Or you can say, you know, I I talk to my husband all the time. He doesn't want to hear it, but I tell him, and I'm like, I don't want any of this stuff. And if you choose, you're going to have a time frame. Like, you're going to talk to the doctors and say, okay, we're going to give her, you know, seven to ten days and see what happens. But you're not keeping me on it forever.
7: Right, right. Now,
9: um... But you need to have that conversation with your family and organ donation as well. Mm -hmm. Have that conversation with your family. Let it be known. You know, you can save so many people.
3: It's a good idea.
9: After you have passed away and you can give life to other people. So also have that conversation along with the DNR. Absolutely. Um, It's tricky because if you are a DNR, um, sometimes... You know you cannot donate your organs um, there's you know stipulations with that with you know gift of life and everything, but have that conversation with so, your family and let them know your wishes so
3: are there there's some aspects of which you 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 are uh, where you will uh, you want your you want to be let uh, go and allowed to pass but that mm-hmm. that could have an issue concerning the use of your organs
9: Yes, you have to be i forget and i'm I'm blanking right now, but you have to be um on the ventilator for some amount of time. For them to then go through and say, okay, she's going to go through um, gift of life donation. Okay. And, you know, they'll take you down to the OR and you have to essentially like pass away in that period of time. Right. For them to be an organ donor. Um, there are, I think, some cases I want to say with like corneal donation where um, they have had DNRs. And people pass away naturally, and they are able to donate um, cornea and sometimes, I think, skin grass, I think. Um, but essential organs, I do believe you have to be on a ventilator for a certain amount of time right. for them to then go through the process. It's,
0: it's worth looking into. Somebody texted yeah. in and said not, not only not only their DNRs, are there do not intubate, DNIs, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's have, different.
9: Yep, you can have a DNR, a DNI. Um, you can have, I want to be intubated, but I don't want chest compressions which is hard because if we're wow. giving you medication and we're not compressing your chest, the medication's not going to go through and bloodstream. Question, yeah. Katie,
0: that, that would be out the window. Let's say you get in a car accident and the uh, EMT show up and they start yeah. getting to work on you. They don't yeah. know that stuff. No. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah. you specify if you're being resuscitated that
3: they use tongue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. In the mouth of mouth? Yeah, yeah. French me back to life.
9: Yeah. Some people will have bracelets, too, um, yeah. like if you do not resuscitate bracelets. Okay. And like I said, it's just like a huge conversation to have, and it's We're... not, you know, some, don't take your family by surprise with it, but just let them know what
3: you want. You yeah. Okay, Katie, um, in this exact case, and you're, you're, you're making a very salient point, which is, okay, I know it's difficult for you, but think mm-hmm. of the panic that will ensue with your loved ones when they're trying to figure out what you wanted. Yep. You, you, yep. You're actually saving them the pain.
9: Yep, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. I All right. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
0: All right, see you. I'm not going to stay on this stop too long. Talking. It's, it's a heavy topic, but let me, let me go to Susie real quick. Is that okay? Uh, you need no, me to stop talking. No, I need you to stop talking. Oh yeah! I oh, we got the um, um, we got the concert cash. Susie, sorry, we love you. We'll get you another time, but uh will seems- mad at us. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> he wants us to stop talking clearly, and uh, Santa's got to go. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second when we return. That's all I've noticed, by the way. Can uh, I get my uh, outro? That's it for the notice the thing. So yeah, uh, sorry, to- RJ. Yeah, we'll we'll come back in a second, and when we return, the concert cash. Ooh. We already had a winner just a little while ago. Let's make sure you have a chance to win. Let me get back. Stay there.
1: Did something happen? It's MMR's concerts cash. We were just talking about how to spend
8: five hundred dollars.
6: Tune in weekdays, even hours. I think you know this already, but you've won five hundred bucks. Yes, I won. Break yes. day in the morning. You could win five hundred bucks. Plus, a pair of tickets to the mmr May 21st.
0: Congratulations on winning the cash, my man.
4: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love it.
6: See official rules and details at WMMR.com.
1: Concert Cash. Sponsored by AAA Distributor on Grant Avenue. In stock kitchen, bath, and flooring products. 93.3 WMMR. Thank you for listening. Cheers. WMMR rock. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve. All
0: right, brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get paid for your old computers, monitors, printers, and more at Armor Metals and Recycling. Armor Metals is your e cycling headquarters. Armor Metals, your most trusted recycling partner. Visit armormr.com. For more information, well, the man accused of murdering two people with a sword in Quebec City on Halloween night in 2020 testified Wednesday that after the second killing, he began to have doubts about what he called his mission. Oh, Mm -hmm. good. Carl Girard. Better late than never, I guess, right? Charged with uh, two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of Francois Duchesne and Suzanne Claremont. He is also charged with five counts of attempted murder. He admits to killing Duchesne and Claremont. And injuring five others, but his lawyer will argue he was not criminally responsible at the time of the events because he was suffering from a mental disorder. Gerard testified that his goal was to create chaos, change the world, and encourage like-minded people whom he called his alter egos to continue his objective. He said that by the time of by the age of eighteen, he believed that he had a top secret mission to kill, and that his life would be sacrificed at the end of it. Wow! Somebody like this is living next door to you. Uh, and after Claremont's killing, though, he said he began to question his actions. Hmm. He said, I thought I would have a feeling of accomplishment, but that wasn't the case. I decided there shouldn't be uh, one more death, my own or anyone else. Uh, he was armed with a Japanese style katana with a 76.9 centimeter blade and uh, black clothing and a short sleeve kimono. And uh, he just went out and started killing people. It's crazy. Apparently he was brought in by Space Mounties, Preston. Uh, Answering questions from his lawyer, uh, Gerard described himself as two different people. One who went to work and lived the real world and another who was uh, was a mission-focused person. (laughs) Wow. That is disturbing. Yeah. All right. This is a different kind of disturbing, but I feel for this person. A guest peed off of the boat into the ride water at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland. According to a TikTok user, Christina, uh, she it's was... Disgusting, that water's so clean. <laughs> she was stuck during unexpected downtime on the attraction. Sometimes you'll be on those attractions and they'll yeah. shut down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you got to sit there for a while. Well, apparently the guests were stuck for a while and the fire department had to arrive to help. That's how long well, they were okay.
3: there. Well, okay, maybe I understand this then.
0: However, at one point during the downtime, while the lights were on, a guest lowered their pants and urinated into the water. <laughs> Uh, The incident occurred... I once took a dump in the ten items or less. On a previous (laughs) visit, did they count that as one more item? Yeah, they did. Sorry, buddy, you got to go now. Damn it! Uh, But, listen, if you're stuck on one of those rides and you got (laughs) to pee and you're in a boat and there's nowhere to go... It seems fitting. You either have to pee in your pants, in the boat, or in the water. By the way, the pirates themselves would pee off the boat. Hell yes, they would. Absolutely. Uh, In Texas, a rattlesnake handler has died after he was bitten at the Rattlesnake Roundup in Freer, Texas. What did this to you? Eugene DeLeon Sr. was bitten on the shoulder on Saturday around 1 o'clock. He was taken by a helicopter to a hospital in Corpus Christi and died Saturday night at approximately 9 p.m. So wow. it bit of right on the shoulder? Yeah. So as he was pointing to it, furiously, they thought he was doing the Macarena. Oh, no. Uh, one of the organizers of the rattlesnake roundup said that uh, DeLeon was performing and uh-huh. handling rattlesnakes in front of a crowd at the time he was bitten. Uh, he had over twenty years of experience handling snakes. I am shocked that they couldn't fix him with some antivenom right, because it's not like it's like a, like a fair to lance or something. That I mean, it's a rattlesnake. It's formidable, but. Yeah, wow. and, if, and if you're handling
3: them all yeah. the time, you'd be sure they would build up resistance. Well,
0: and, and not only like that, you would think that you would have anti venom um, right. at the ready or know where to go should you get bitten. Um, that's pretty wild. I and, guess I should have looked into it. And I guess some, maybe sometimes those snakes can really unleash a lot of venom, and it might have to do with how much he was bitten, uh, you know, um, well, injected with.
5: They say a lot of times that the baby. Uh, rattlesnakes that they they don't they're Uh, more potent they're well it might be more concentrated venom but also they don't know to let go oh and they will just keep pumping and pumping yeah i
0: remember hearing something about that i don't didn't know exactly if that was a wives' tale or not but yeah i remember hearing that casey his family wrote on facebook that he had a passion for snake handling and that he was doing what he loved doing well it killed him yeah A man was filmed getting a little too close to a bison while visiting Yellowstone National Park before the animal charged at him last week. Uh, The clip was shared by Sean Sweater on a Facebook group called Yellowstone National Park Invasion of the Idiots, (laughs) (laughs) where it was viewed tens of thousands of times. Uh, In the video, the man is seen slowly walking on a path while the bison is grazing. I mean, Steve, he gets right up on this huge animal. And I mean it's just like he looks I, I I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I think they think I can commune with this well, mighty beast. They, they said he was trying to walk by it. Yeah. Okay, walk past it and as opposed to approaching it, but nonetheless he was getting within like five feet from this animal. Listen, this he could have taken a far wider sweep out. Oh yeah. He was he was yes, way too close. Or just waited it out. I mean at that point right, end, it's go time. Yeah, the animal's in charge, dude. You gotta, you, you gotta pull back. Uh, visitors are told to stay at least 100 yards away from bears and wolves, and at least 25 yards away from all other. So he was 99
3: yards off that. <laughs> 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 so close. Yeah.
0: yeah, a tiny bit. Uh, let's see. Do I have time for? I got time for one more. Let's go with this. Is uh, you want me to end with a cutesy one? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, after plans to elope were thwarted. And Oklahoma City couple got married on board an airplane. And it was cute. I saw the video of it. Southwest Airlines confirmed in a Facebook post that Pam Patterson and Jeremy Salda traveled in their wedding attire and were wed on a flight from Dallas uh, Love Field to Las Vegas. A fellow passenger happened to be an ordained minister. Another passenger signed a makeshift guest book. Apparently, there was. Something that was going on there, uh, 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 where they weren't going to be able to do it at their destination. Aww. So while they were there and they had their clothes, uh, they just asked if anybody was uh, a minister and could do it. That's pretty cool. And they ended up uh, doing the... Um, they uh, made the a ceremony. bridal bouquet out of vomit bags. On the Aww. plane. Oh, Isn't that cute? All right, so there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, you got about seven minutes left to enter the word daily for the MMR concert cash giveaway. So make sure you do that now. The word is daily. You can text it at 39333. No, not there. No, no, no. No, no. No. 45911. What are you thinking? What am I thinking here? It's a special contest short code number it's 45911. Or right, if you want to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it at the MMR app or at WMMR.com. We will take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question, trash, music news. Those
1: things are coming up next. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
6: Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File Editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
8: Offspring.
0: They're going for like a European siren at the end of that song. I right? think that so. Sounds deedle, like one deedle, of those. Yeah. Deedle,
7: deedle, deedle, deedle.
0: Wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> oh my god! One of my favorite
5: SpongeBob's ever. <laughs> wee woo wee woo! Do you remember that one? I was doing that that amazing artist in Leicester Square. Oh my god! Yes, we were <laughs>
0: in England. Who was blowing through a uh, a road cone?
7: <laughs> woo! <Wee-woo.
0: laughs> ah, good times. All right, it's eighteen after ten on this. Tuesday morning. Nice day today. Uh, Not going to be crazy sunny or anything like that, but temperatures are certainly comfortable. 74 is going to be our high. Uh, Pretty much uh, tomorrow and the day after that as well. Uh, But uh, we do have a chance for rain working its way into the area on Wednesday. Um, Today's lesson question we have a prize to give away, and it is a four pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute and let's see here we are going with this by the end of the decade where does jfk want a monkey 215263 <laughs> wmmr where are you listening do you know let's find out by the end of the decade where does jfk want a monkey 215263
1: wmmr call now The trash business is a gold mine. 933 wmmr with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. Trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your personal or professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at admoyer.com. Steve, what's going on this morning, sir? Well, Fifty Shades of Grey star Jamie
3: Dornan threw a rodeo-themed backyard party for his 40th birthday Dornan says a little Fifty Shades snuck into the party when one of the rodeo clowns used anal beads.
8: Whoa! Oh, my
3: God. And Anna Wintour, we were talking about this, held fast with her three famous rules during last night's Met Gala. No cell phones, no selfies, and no armpit farts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey! All right. Taking all the fun out
3: Yeah, of it, I know. And finally... Sorry, I'm spitting all over my microphone here. Um... The, there we go, the Disneyland Hotel, I don't know if you guys saw the story, paying a huge settlement to a former guest who was, quote, attacked by bed bugs during her stay. (laughs) Disneyland plans to combat the bad press by introducing new characters called bed buddies. (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. All
7: right,
0: we are going to see if somebody knows the answer to today's lesson question, and it is, by the end of the decade, where does JFK want a monkey? 215-263-WMMR, it's Mike. That we will go to for the answer. Yo, Mike, good morning.
8: Good morning, Ed.
0: All right, good morning, Ed. Mike, do me a favor. Tell me where, by the end of the decade, JFK wants a monkey. On the moon. The moon. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Hang on, Mike. You got it right. And we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute. This groundbreaking exhibition celebrates the iconic moments, characters, settings, and beasts. Almost said breast.
7: <laughs> I've seen
0: in the films and stories of Harry Potter and the F- Wizarding Fantastic World. Fantastic breasts. Using best-in-class immersive design and technology. Uh, tickets are on sale now
1: at fi.edu. Preston and Steve's Music New on 93.3 WMMR.
7: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brought to you by Rita's Water Ice, and you want to head to your Rita's and get a Reese's Concrete. Reese's Concrete's combined Rita's Creamy Frozen Custard with Fudge Peanut Butter and Reese's Toppings, available in three delicious flavors. Sounds really good. I just have a couple of things for you, and that is it for music news today. Um, We'll start with this one. It was a bittersweet show uh, for the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, Sunday night when they played the spot at New Orleans Jazz Fest, originally intended for the Foo Fighters. Uh, We have a clip I'm going to play for you in just a second here, but uh, uh, Chad Smith addressed the occasion, uh, took his time to salute his dear friend, uh, the late Taylor Hawkins, and he got up and spoke to the crowd, and uh, this is what he had to say.
1: We just found out about this two weeks ago, because the Foo Fighters are supposed to play here tonight. We love the Foo Fighters. And we love our brother Taylor Hawkins. This means a lot to us to be able to play for them. The guys in the band are here. Just yeah. the Taylor's my balls and his family. We love them. We love Taylor. So on three, I wanna hear everybody, we love Taylor. Ready? One, two, three. We love Taylor.
7: Oh
0: man. Yeah. So, you know, they played the gig, and um, and uh, the family was there, and, and everybody was uh, looking at it as, as to celebrate. Now, remember, it was Taylor's wife who wanted it to be, you know, a happy occasion. Upbeat, if they, if right? they could make it as best you can. Uh, and then one more thing. Uh, Kirk Hammett, Metallica, says he got his brain back when he stopped drinking alcohol in 2014. Uh, when asked about how his new solo EP, Portals, came about... Even the Metallica had split with Jason Neustadt in 2001 because the band didn't want the bassist to pursue solo projects. He said, well, we've all grown up, basically. And he said, also, I have to say, I've been sober for seven seven and a half years now, and my mind is in a different place. I'm better focused, and I got my brain back. I've gotten my memory back. So nowadays, I'm in a better place. He said, "Uh, when I got sober, I had so much more time. I was spending almost every night in a nightclub or a bar, and then I'd spend almost every morning recovering from that. Day in, day out, regardless of whether I was on tour or not. And now that's been removed from my life. I have all this extra time. So, of course, I want to play my guitar more. It's what I love to do. And as a consequence of that, there's just a higher output. That's That's pretty cool. How he got to be where he could create some solo music. I'm interested to hear that. And that's it in music news. Going to give a plug for something that Nick mentioned earlier this morning. Team Luke Hike and Beer Fundraiser. Coming up Sunday, May
4: 15th. And uh, Nick, you're up for an award. Yes, Man of the Year for uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's an annual campaign. It's really nice to be nominated. I appreciate it. Uh, But it's a fundraiser, so we're trying to raise as much money as we possibly can. And uh, this is going to be my main effort to do that. Uh, So we're going to hike from the Valley Forge along the Schuylkill River Trail going to meet sunday may 15th and then meet in the city at urban saloon urban saloon's a great bar in the fairmount district and the party the beer portion of it is going to be from 2 p.m to 5 p.m at urban saloon uh thanks to urban saloon for offering up their space and john Dorenzi from budweiser for being so generous i really appreciate it but uh, it's going to be 40 bucks at the door Come join us, have some fun, and uh, Mike Jarek's going to be there, um, Deuces Rogers from 6ABC, uh, our buddy Jim Jax is going to swing by if he's not calling a game, so it should be a fun time, but uh, we'd love to have you be a part of the hike, too, so we're, we're uh, all the details are up on presidentsteve.com and um, and we're working out of the details. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this, but the, the basic information is there right now.
0: Yep, let's let's get Nick the uh, the man of the year. Yeah, be that. that'd
4: be cool. A little
0: boy with a giant head, he <laughs> had a dream. A dream. Yeah. All I ever wanted was to get an award and buy a monkey. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> we'll have a monkey present the award to him. Could we do that as he is on stage? ready to receive. Love that. to have a monkey give me an award. Let's see if we can work that out. <laughs> All right. Um... 1962 <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah.
8: 1962.
0: <laughs> oh wait, we we have it. Yeah. Hang on a second here. And in
8: 1962, a little boy was born, and his dream and his goal. <laughs>
3: What's the monkey? <laughs> well, a monkey? It was not just a dream. It was a goal.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: I, 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 you know. One his, day. His uh, goal,
0: his dream. So I set to
3: work doing everything I needed
0: to do to get a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get Nick his own monkey. Thank you. It's uh, It comes <laughs> in the form of an award. Look at, there's, that's a great picture. got to hold up a monkey holding we an award. We have a photo of a monkey holding up a trophy. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Man, if we could arrange that. If we could promise that. Yes. Oh, my God. At the event, I guarantee you would win. All right, we've got to figure out how to get a monkey and an award. <laughs> and we'll make his dream come true. It was a dream of
3: mine to see one of my monkeys present the Academy Award.
0: <laughs> the Academy <laughs> Award. All right, we're gonna break. We'll come back and we will wrap up today's program. So make sure you stay with us because Pierre will have some cool stuff
1: coming up for you. Be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
0: Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i hate
1: now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hello to Tuesday
0: morning. Coming to an end us, but opening the door for Pierre Robert, who will be here and here and here in just a moment. In here. In here. <laughs> uh, so we'll get him in. And, uh, of course, he's got your chance to win uh, more cash and tickets like we had earlier with uh, Concert Cash. Uh, but today being a Tuesday, we need to award someone with a free Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. And I am happy to announce that our winner of Tattoo Tuesday is Julie Landis of Pittsgrove, New Jersey. And uh, Julie's going to get a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, Tattoos Day on the Preston and Steve show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing er, at uh, 17 29 South Street in Philadelphia. And if you'd like to check out their artwork samples, you just go to floatingworldtattoos.com. Or you can also see their Instagram page at Floating World Tattoos. So, Julie, think about what you're going to get, how you want the show represented on your ink, and then they will take care of you at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Um, no guests on the program today, no. so thank you for your phone calls and uh, you tuning in and listening and doing what you do. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a good time today. We'll plan on doing something like that again tomorrow. Uh, but in the meantime, we got to do the Letter of the Day, so Case, ready? Yep. Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: Alright, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the Letter. R, as in rooty tootie, fresh and fruity. Alright, uh, summer concert ticket passport is what we're giving away. Four t- Tickets to each of these four shows that are part of Live Nation's Concert Week. Uh, so you get MM BBQ, Coheed and Cambria, The Black Keys, and The Killers. You get four tickets to all those shows. Now, don't forget, you can get $25 all-in tickets to more than 3,700 concerts nationwide for one week only. It's on sale starting tomorrow through next Tuesday, or through Tuesday, May 10th. Yeah, that'll be next Tuesday. Uh, you can visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek for details. So keep that in mind. We'll give that away, that prize away on Friday. Want to thank our guests. Uh, today's program brought to you by ACME from City to Shore. ACME has everything that you need to prep for this summer season. ACME Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. And Sunbelt Rentals. When you're ready to tackle the large job or weekend project, turn to Sunbelt Rentals for all of your equipment needs. Tomorrow on our program, a few things going on. Uh, we have secret text that's a Wednesday thing as well as Fox Good Day. We will have Rory Culkin who's oh, on the program. Yeah, nice. under the banner of heaven. You guys have been watching have been watching it. I'm uh, really digging it. We will have him on. We also have not only May 4th, Star Wars Day, but Ann Gorski's birthday as well. Oh, my God. So we have those things converging together. We'll have to do something special. So we'll see you tomorrow. That is it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Concert Cash coming up next at noon with Pierre. See you later. Bye-bye. (laughs)
7: Bye-bye.
8: We've extended the 4th of July sale at Mattress Warehouse with mattresses
3: starting at just $99. Save up to 50% plus get free next day delivery. Complete your bed with buy one, get one 50% off pillows and take 20% off sheets and protectors. At Mattress Warehouse, there's a mattress to fit every budget and we offer 0% interest financing store wide. Find your best night's sleep at Mattress Warehouse.